0: Day, party all night, never grow old, never die. It's fun to be a vampire because this is Slashers, a horror movie podcast brought to you by two goons who watch movies that you've already seen so you don't have to. I like it. Did I do better that time? Yeah, Absolutely. We're still trying to figure that out. I completely forgot that we were going to do it again. Yeah. I was going to go
1: with, oh, what the fuck, dude, you're changing shit up.
0: <laughs> Sorry, i <I'm> still, <laughs> I honestly am not sure what I'm doing, but no, I feel like no, that's, that's good. The vast majority of this show is me being like, "Uh." well, we roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, Brian, happy butt fucking birthday. Oh, thank you, sir. You're too kind. Well, first, let me go back. I screwed up the intro again. (laughs) Fuck me. And with me, as always, is my esteemed colleague, co-host and cohort, Brian. Brian, say hello to the mutant goons from beyond. Hey, what's going on, goons? So now, how was your week?
1: It was good. It was uh relaxing. I only saw
0: you what three
1: times, three four, times, four times in the past. This
0: makes it four, I think. Wow, uh, crazy. I know. There was like a like six month period where I think I saw you once. It's almost like uh we're friends or something. So weird. <laughs> so uh, how's oldening treating you? Mm.
1: I woke up t- this morning with like a
0: little bit of ache in the joints, like, stiffness. God damn it, getting old, motherfuckers. I just love. Every time you go to like a family event where there's older people and they're like, oh, yeah, I found this new thing at Costco. It's like a CBD oil. It's, da, da, da. it's always like the the pursuit of not feeling like fucking shit on fire. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I feel like inevitability, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Always just fucking
1: knocking on your door.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Like living in California and the carcinogens and stuff in the air. The fact that I'm vegan and straight just like, that's nice, but I'm still probably going to die of cancer. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you're probably going to be laughing
1: at a lot of us uh, who kick it before you do. So
0: there's going to be a news report that comes out in 20 years where it's like kale, the silent killer. <laughs> and you're like, fuck me, and you guys are going to be sitting there laughing with your McDonald's. I, I always thought it was really weird how you
1: know people once upon a time were smoking cigarettes and eating steak. <laughs> Like a fucking chimney. Every single day of their lives and they're living, you know, 70, 80 years old. They're
0: fine. Yeah, we get like 10 more years and we have to overhaul everything we do constantly. (laughs) I don't think it's worth it. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. If you take all the amount of time that people, like let's say my mom. My mom used to own a gym. She's done Stairmasters for a long time. So Let's just take cumulatively the amount of time Stairmastered. Okay. Do you think that's as long extra as she'll live? No
1: absolutely not
0: yeah yeah and that sorry mom i realized that i think she just subscribed to the show and of course the Uh, first time i mentioned her on the show it's like yeah let's use her for mortality purposes (laughs) yeah she's just incredibly fit and healthy just there you go
1: yeah yeah absolutely i mean there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with that but i don't feel like you should punish yourself to try and live that extra year yeah fuck it It kind of reminds me of uh, i think there's a Bill Burskett where he talks he talks about how you get to a certain point in your age and then you just you almost look like you're perpetually scared you're like
0: ah! <laughs> yeah you're like looking at a ramp and screaming yeah
1: he's the best yeah it's like you live to where you're comfortable and then you're like why won't I die
0: <laughs> can we hurry this up already i want to see my dog from when i was 5 that got hit by the bus right right but at the
1: same time now that we you know, we go back to the lost boys, right? If you could somehow be a certain age where you can live forever at that age, like, do you think you passed that age or do you think you would want to be something like you're a little older, you're a little more wizened? you know, as far as I think I'm kind of hitting my stride now. Yeah. I think You, you want to get bit now or yeah. drink the blood now. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: I think like, tw- like, you know, my twenties, a lot of angst. I hadn't really figured it out and stuff, but now I think I'm in a good spot. I don't know. You know, I, Looking back at like, for instance, interview with the vampire, Mm.
1: right? You have Kirsten Dunst as a super creepy little girl, yeah, right? And she's like one of the oldest vampires. It kind of is, it's a little, it's pretty cool. To think of like somebody looking super young, but also just being like, I know fucking more than any of
0: you. Yeah. Well, it's like near dark. We were talking about before where it's a little kid and he's just like, dude, that
1: kid's so creepy. I want to fuck something. You're like,
0: (laughs) oh God. But it's like, it's a totally natural thing to be 500 years old and want to
1: fuck something. I don't know why. Whenever I think of near dark, I think I just remember him going with
0: his little lisp.
1: Even Steven.
0: (laughs) Perfect. So, we're doing Lost Boys for your birthday. It's one of your favorite movies. Yes, absolutely. We're We're saving Halloween. I'm not going to tell you what holiday. Mm, interesting. (laughs) those of you listening in the audio format, I just smacked my nose twice and pointed to one of the cameras. I don't know what that means. Brian, do you know what that gesture is supposed to symbolize? Mm,
1: No, Uh, I have no idea.
0: Cool. So, maybe I just made a gang sign. You made it up. Sick. (laughs) So... Shall we get into some trivia about this movie before we go into statistics, recapitations? Yeah, like man. That
1: There's actually quite a bit of trivia. Oh, yeah. On here, so.
0: It's super fun, too, because it's like, I think this is the little movie that just took everybody by surprise, including the people who were in it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think from, I hate to you know jump ahead of you, but I mean, reading up on the trivia, I thought it was really cool. I think the first thing that jumped up at me was that it took a whole three weeks to film the entire thing.
0: I feel like there are seen like getting that many extras at the pier for the pier shots takes 3 weeks. So this is amazing. Plus special effects, plus yeah, it's yeah. crazy.
1: I don't know if that's just um the resounding effort with the crew or like the people within the city itself.
0: I got two words for you. Coke ain't <laughs> It's copious 80s. amounts. So, actually funny you mentioned, you know, everything Ed Herman, the guy who plays Max, in an interview was talking about his wife was effectively like, well, when this movie finishes, you need to make sure you find work quick because it's going to fail. And it ends up being like this amazing movie that has like this tremendous legacy.
1: First of all, thanks for the vote
0: of confidence. Yeah, right. Right. Thanks, (laughs) Bay. I feel like that's my wife when I do any project around the house. Okay. Well, still in an abundance of caution, you should probably Google somebody who knows how to actually fucking do this.
1: Yeah, but to be fair, I mean, with Google, you can really learn to do all kinds of things. Oh, yeah. And so it doesn't really matter, you know, if you're proficient at it at at first or not. I mean, with enough fucking YouTube videos, shit.
0: Fake it till you make it. That's it, man. That's how I redid my entire sync.
1: Right. I mean, I think that's a new mantra, right, for people going to college. C's get degrees.
0: (sighs) Well, work experience is way more important, but we will move on, because I could yeah. preach about that for a long butt-fucking time. So, you know they're doing a remake TV series. I think it's the CW who ordered it. Mm. Did you know they're doing a gender swap for the Frog Brothers? Are they really? Yep. And so, famously, it's uh, Edgar and Alan, as a reference to Edgar Allan Poe. Are, are... they doing? Are they keeping similar names? Is it going to be like Ellen? So, this is what I wanted to do. This is, tell me what you think of this. Mary and Shelley. Okay. Mary, I like Shelley Yes,
1: yes. Absolutely, I think that works. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm yeah. hoping that they do it because I have put this material out first, and so I can sue the <laughs> fuck out of them. That won't work. I like work. it. I like it. As an attorney, I will tell you plainly that will never work.
1: Yeah. Um. We'll see what happens. I I'm all for doing the whole gender swap thing. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Well, and apparently, not, the
0: original it, sequel to this was going to be the Lost Girls. That never happened.
1: Oh, you know, I think I did read that. Uh
0: It's something that it went to the table and then it
1: just got scrapped.
0: Yep. And then there was the Lost Boys, The Tribe. Then there was a short that came out last year. I think
1: The Tribe came out, right? I didn't see it. I didn't see it.
0: Dude, I couldn't even finish the trailer for it back in the day.
1: And it had Feldman in it? He returned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows what happened to him. I think this is, like, right after Corey Haim died, too, which made it even, like, oh, weirder. Oh, no. Because I that's, think in, like, interviews, he was like, that's ah,
1: my friend and soulmate. Yeah, you know, looking at, like, Google Images and doing a little research on the, the Haim and, and the Feldman, looking at Haim before he passed.
0: Not a big surprise that he was going. Yeah, you Not to know, be shitty, but, I mean, it was like, the writing is on the wall here, people.
1: Yeah, that's where I was going. I was thinking, like... Usually somebody that's friends with him would look at him like as far as an outer, you know, perception of them and be like, oh, dude, well, I think Feldman had his own fuck ups going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Feldman had some strange stuff. Have you heard all the stuff that went Dude, on his Feldman? life sucks? He like was like hosting parties at out of some house in like, I don't know, not even in like Beverly Hills, like in some random suburb. And he was, like, having people, like, pay, like, hundreds of dollars to, like, come literally hang out at, like, a house party
0: where he was. If they'll pay for it, I think it's stupid not to do. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently he has a band. Oh, cool. Yeah. A a merry band of whimsical men.
1: (laughs) He came out of the band and uh, it's very reminiscent of Michael Jackson. Mm, Big shocker there. Interesting. Big shocker there. And he has, like, angels and, like, Victoria's Secret outfits on, like. Parading around the, the stage. Sure. And it was very odd. I don't know. Just Google it.
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome, actually. I'm it's very digging sad.
1: It. I mean, it's basically like watching a, a, a car accident, a, a train wreck, what what have you.
0: I definitely agree. And I think we should move on. Yeah. And. <laughs> what's,
1: <laughs> uh, so what's another trivia we got? I think I recall. Hate to harp on uh, Feldman. Uh, I I read somewhere that he apparently showed up to the set super. I don't want caught, I don't know what you would call it hungover from Coke being on a Coke Mm bench. But he was what, maybe 15 when they filmed this?
0: Yeah. Um, But he'd already done Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Right. So if he's old enough to cut someone's fucking face in half, he'd think he can do a couple bumps.
1: Yeah, a couple bumps. I don't know. Apparently, he came back to the set super hungover from doing all night coke binge. Uh, got fired the next day. He came back to the set and pleaded for his job, and uh, you know, fortunately got it back. And um, here we are today. But uh, you know,
0: that's it's really crazy. Sad. That's really sad. Yeah, and it's it's just. Child shows actors. you how things have changed. Like Drew Barrymore, there's like famous pictures of her smoking at Hollywood parties and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's creepy. Now you got like people like Drake, who are, you know, relatively functioning, apparently might be a pedophile. Who knows? Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Joel Schumacher in an interview was talking about how he was taken out to lunch, specifically, he says on a Saturday. So that's kind of cool by the head of Warner who wants him to do this movie. And at this point, he'd only done three films, most recently, St. Elmo's Fire. And the guy, Pitches oh, him. Oh, that's
1: um, Rob...
0: Is it Rob, Rob Lowe? Lowe? Rob Lowe. Which is why he's in this film. That's why he's uh
1: on a poster.
0: His abs make a cameo.
1: Yeah, it's funny. Um, this significant other was like, do you find it strange that Sam's got like a bunch of dudes posters everywhere? Well, it's interesting because he has
0: a semi-nude Rob Lowe and then he has a fully dressed Molly Ringwald and I was like... Mm. <laughs> It's cool to just be gay. Like
1: <laughs> that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: You know, know. that fashion does not scream heterosexuality. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not saying that people have to wear it as emblematic. I'm just saying like for all we know, the Frog brothers could hey, be gay too. You be you, man. But you he has a particular essence <laughs> that I would describe as homoerotic. Yeah. I think it would be very progressive if he was gay. To each your own. And also, David super questionable which we can get into but i like that i think it's very interesting it reminds me you remember being a kid and seeing the movie the jackal uh, the bruce willis film oh dude yeah that movie's badass it fucking shreds but there's i'm I'm sorry is that the one where he like controls the jack black and blows off his arm yes yeah dude, that's great so one of the scenes he's like infiltrating and he finds a gay man and he like kisses him and like it's And I remember every kid at school being like, oh my God, I can't believe that. And I was like, if it fucking works, do it, man. (laughs) And it's the same thing. Like with David and this, he, like, there's a couple of times where he's like, looks at Michael and he's like, (sniffs) (laughs) Like, I want to suck your blood. Yeah. 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 So his blood. Anyway, so when the head of Warner like pitches this to Schumacher, he, Schumacher admits, even years later, he's like, I was pretty condescending. I thought it was pretty stupid because the way it was originally pitched was effectively, what if Peter Pan was a vampire? And so the age group was actually much lower. They were gonna be in their early teens. And I then like, the Frog brothers were gonna be like five to eight. I like I like the thought
1: process behind it. I'm not I'm not exactly
0: sure about the age thing. Well, yeah, because if it's going to be family friendly, doesn't work. If it's going to be gory as fuck, it does work. And the thing is, I think that a lot of horror films have a hard time pulling the trigger.
1: Yeah. Even absolutely. though there's
0: like noted success, like Night of the Living Dead, when that little girl is, you know, zombified, that shit rules in the remake when the little girl's zombified that shit rules. But I feel like a lot of kids are exploited. So, whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know,
1: we I guess, you know, jump ahead to the Pet cemetery remake that's coming out. You know, that's gonna be great. Right? oh yeah little I'm, girl I think she's about 12 yeah. 12 13 or something like that I mean not not exactly the same as like little baby gauge running around with a fucking
0: scalpel scalpel I actually saw that one of the producers was like oh yeah there's a potential that we're gonna do a sequel and I was like who would ever do a sequel to that and then I realized that we not only watched but reviewed Pet Cemetery 2 so <laughs> it's very possible very possible but I hope that it's a remake of the Edward for a long one because that one's a trip man if you yeah. haven't seen it You're doing yourself a disservice. (laughs) I still haven't seen it. So So fucking weird. There's the scene where the guy from ER is having an intercourse, and there's some sweet boobage, and then there's a dog's animatronic head that's like, Huh. Oh, yeah, dude.
1: Now on the same topic as as boobage. Whole generation of furries. I was a little saddened in this movie of the lack of boobage. But, you know, whatever.
0: i think joe bob briggs has an automatic half star reduction for that so i'm like (laughs) we don't do that you can't
1: argue with the king
0: you can't so which was fun so based on the recording time you can figure out when we record these uh he just did the first episode of the last drive in on shutter which is his new weekly series both of the movies he did we did not saying he ripped us off but i mean i mean i liked it somewhat think he follows our show credit where it's
1: due yeah right exactly so that's that was really cool i thought it was awesome yeah i mean
0: two random off-the-wall movies right yeah chud and then castle freak super strange well apparently or it's either that it is strange or that we are incredibly predictable but i don't think that we are
1: if he does street trash next
0: There's got to be something going on there. I'm writing my congressman (laughs) shenanigans. We have to be on the show, basically. Yeah, right? That would be fucking sweet. (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't even know if I'd be able to fucking handle it. I would just sit in the background with a boner. (laughs) I would be like, we're not worthy. We're not (laughs) worthy. Exactly. It would be the uh, Wayne's World uh, Alice Cooper. Except instead of him talking about uh, Milwaukee Indians. Bob well, would just bust out some fucking amazing movie <laughs> trivia, and I'd be like, "Oh, hold on, let me write my notes. Oh, let me follow along on my tablet that I can barely type on." <laughs> Fuck, man. When I was oh, watching this movie, I was man. like, "And then there'd be a low line. Look down. I'm like, I don't know what I typed because I didn't touch buttons. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. Ah, yeah. oh, there we go." So, in the original script, did you know that the vampires survive? Really? Yep. The original script it shows the vampires going back to the hotel. And then there's a mural and you can see because they say that the oh, hotel I think was.
1: I, th- did, I think I did read this. Is this where it's like a mural of Max? Yeah. But like of like like really old. And he no, looks well, exactly. It is old, same. but he looks exactly. Right, right, right. Basically, you know, resonating of the we, you know, live forever kind of thing. Yep. That's really cool. Is it just me or did you want Max's uh, glasses? I thought they were really fucking Pretty cool.
0: Pretty sick. Yeah. I like them quite a bit. I, apparently, I'm overdue for my optometry appointment. I've gotten like 17 calls about it. I'm like, who needs to fucking see, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're the cool, almost see through plastic. Oh yeah, glasses.
0: I bet Dallas Green from City and Color has the exact same pair. Oh
1: fuck yeah, yeah. Do
0: you know they're uh, they're coming back? Which Alexis one? Alexis on fire. Yeah, whatever. You don't know. You gotta, yeah. I've seen them enough times to where like I'm really? good. I've okay. seen them at their peak. I can't imagine them coming back I'm, now and being better. Right. It's kinda like if, you know, you look at a lot of classic fighters and you're like, yeah, there is George Saint Pierre who came back and ruled ass, but he is clearly the exception. Yeah. For every George St. Pierre there's twelve that's BJ true. pens. And I feel like the same thing kind of applies to music. Yeah, that's true. I I've only seen them once
1: and I feel like I would have a better time at a city and color concert. Yeah, for sure. Which I'm is old. funny. That's what I was about to go to. I'm like, because it just screams how old I
0: am. And also I can get my <laughs> wife to go with me, which would be nice. Yeah, absolutely. But the I have a great picture. of like fucking butter. With, I, there's me <laughs> honking Dallas's boob out in front of Chain Reaction in Santa Ana. Oh, that's cool. It was sweet. So many good shows at Chain Reaction. He's very polite about it too. I mean, he did not have to be nice to me. <laughs>
1: Sexual assault. <laughs> exactly. I did.
0: Uh, but he's Canadian. So what do we care? To get the maggots to move in the rice box thing. They squirted lemon juice on them between takes. Is that impressive to you?
1: That's kind of gross.
0: Yeah, they didn't do any choreography for those dance moves. They just spritzed them with citrus.
1: Yeah, that's almost almost as depressing as saying, "Hey, you know what? How, you know how we can get these snails to die on film? Let's just sprinkle a little salt on them and see what <laughs> happens." Oh yeah, there we go. Oh, oh they're well. foaming. That one's nice. It's weird. I'm sounding <laughs> I'm sounding super animal rights. I'm <laughs> like those poor maggots. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you know? On. There's a scene where David's hands on fire and as he pulls it back, he has a little tear in his left eye. It's from his contact. Yep. Yeah, That's totally pretty dope. We
1: saw that. Yeah, that's really cool that they kept it. I like I, it. You know, I really liked it too. It shows that there was some actual pain in it. There was a uh, actual emotion. You almost think to yourself that he is a obviously has his hand on fire. So that hurts. But B, Marco just died. Right? Yeah. That's what I got from it. Exactly. He's in
0: torment and emotional turmoil as well. I think that's true.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. Which is
0: interesting because he has that. There is a fraternal element to it. And we don't get a backstory for them, really. It's just that they're there. And so that's something like they should be part of a metal band. Hell yeah, they should. Right. Dirt on Netflix. I haven't watched it, but people are saying it's amazing. So instead of watching Dirt, we just found the closest thing. It was a hair metal horror. (laughs) That's the genre for this movie. I've decided hair metal horror. There you go. I like it. So, last thing in the trivia before we move on. Go on. Uh, All the other vampires either explode, melt, or disintegrate when they die. David does not. David is pristine. In fact, if you look closely, David loses his five o'clock shadow. That's right. He does. The reason being, they were going to have him come back for the Lost Girls. That makes sense. That makes sense. If any of them has sex appeal, I mean, I know that the one dude was like a model and stuff. That's cool. Right. But Kiefer Sutherland like nails sexy in this in like, oh, a yeah. weird oh, way yeah. where I'm it's like,
1: like that rugged. It's like that rugged, dirty biker. kind uh, of. Yeah. If that makes any sense as far as like sex appeal. Oh, I guess, yeah. I don't know.
0: I feel like when you're watching him, you're wondering if he's going to make the first move because you don't want to be forward and try to make the first move with him because <laughs> he could be like, whoa, I'm not like that. And you'd have to look like an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I be like I that. have a wife and kids. What was I thinking? <laughs> I was going to suck this dude's dick off. Moving on, Shall actually, you-, you, you that
1: last sorry that last trivia that you you had mentioned, I believe Edgar Edgar's is the one that throws out the whole not every vampire dies the same. Uh-huh. one explodes, one implodes, one dies screaming, one dies quietly, and that's how every one of these main vampires ends up dying. Exactly. So I thought that was really cool too. Here's
0: another one. Okay. You want another bit of trivia? Wow! Let's I'll do it. I'm gonna fuck up your brain, son. <laughs> The order with which the vampires appear in the movie, in reverse, is what the order they die. they die. Yep. Wow. So you see Kiefer first, and it goes on, and then Alex Winter's the last one, and then you at the in the movie Marco dies, and it goes up to Kiefer. Obviously not Max, but of the boys right, themselves. Right. Right. Right.
1: That's really cool. Yep. Yeah.
0: Did you know that David's original name was Peter? in the script
1: I, yeah I did read that I did read that and I'm okay. glad they changed it I like this Peter. games of like one-upsmanship
0: where I'm like did you know this fuck face and you're like yeah I did but Dude, I have no I proof mean, that you so knew so the
1: thing is <laughs> Google's a wonderful fucking thing right Right. yeah so really I mean all of our homework that took some people once upon a time like probably a solid day worth of investigating oh, yeah. and like huh I found this out while taking a shit
0: cool deal <laughs> well yeah one of our fans left us a really great review like these guys really know what they're talking about they do their research now like Yeah, I totally do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I work
1: real hard. All right, you ready to jump into Stabtistics? Stabtistics.
0: I've
1: been listening to a lot of uh, Vital Remains and uh, Deicide. Okay. If you're familiar with them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Glenn Benton with the upside down cross. Hell, yeah. Into his head. So, yeah. So, and, you know, we did the little soundbite for the statistics and I...
0: <laughs> Staptister. Ah. <laughs> so, what I've been listening to on Spotify, besides our fucking podcast, which is available there. Am I right? <laughs> uh, did you know that there are Conan the Barbarian audiobooks on Spotify? Really? Shit's dope. Oh, shit. I son. highly recommend it, son.
1: I guess I'll be listening to that at work while I'm somewhat paying attention. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, people, well I'm doing my job yeah, people loading up shit with forklifts and fucking ten thousand pounds worth of shit what what could go wrong right
0: Hey man you, I still think you have a viable site claim after being set on fire by yourself at work yeah. so you're good
1: but I set myself on fire still so. works
0: there's no comparative <laughs> negligence in California workers compensation Wow wonder how i know that (laughs) moving on the budget for this film 8.5 million dollars return on investment 32.2 million dollars
1: okay so budget 8.5 this is something that comes to mind when i think of the budget right so we already established this only took three weeks to film yep they burned through eight and a half mil in three weeks so in a way you're like that's really cool it only took three weeks to film but it also costs eight and a half million to get it done. Yeah.
0: We'll look at uh, what, what did we factor? I think it was Ice Cream Man cost five million dollars. This movie is way more than twice as good, and it's less than twice as expensive. And the return on investment is obviously significant. I like the math there. Thank that you. It works definitely. All right. Opening weekend seven thirty one eighty seven. You ready to get your mind fucking blown? I think it's the only movie that came out on seven thirty one. All the movies I found were eight one. So bear with me. Okay. There is dudes. There is Love at Stake, which is apparently a movie about witches. And then there's G.I. Joe, the butt-fucking movie without chanting Tatum. G.I. Joe. <laughs> I love those so much. <laughs> anyway, the same month, some great shit came out. Robocop, Superman for The Quest for Peace. Ooh. Adventures in Sitting. And you might recall that I fucking hate this. La Bamba came out and beat Robocop at the box office. Womp, womp. Hate it. <laughs> Did you know that this, in July of 1987, Christian Bale made his feature film debut in a movie called Mio in the Land of Far Away? Did you know that he plays a character named Jum Jum? Did you know he <laughs> plays the piccolo in it? And did you know that the main character in the movie gets to the land of far away by writing a disembodied head's beard Jesus that flies? Jesus Christ. I seen it.
1: The more you know. Yeah.
0: It has nothing to do with this movie, but I it, like when I was going through and I saw on my research that that came out, I was like, oh, I've seen this. I have to mention it because I've wasted my time, and now you can use that trivia without having wasted yours. God damn it. It is so bad. Fucking Christian Bale,
1: man. Gotta start somewhere.
0: Yep. 98 minutes. Easy breezy, beautiful oh, cover girl. Super easy. Yeah. I
1: mean, come on. I've probably seen this a dozen times. Yep. So, you know. It, it was very easy. Uh, I, I watched it uh, yesterday. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was just like the day before I had watched it and I was reciting quotes. It's
0: and very quotable. Very quotable. And you know, also, you could even make this movie longer, 10, 15 minutes longer. I think it'd still work, giving a little bit more backstory, a little bit more oh, camaraderie yeah. and stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I feel like if they didn't do a good job of showing that David has some kind of telepathic, hypnotic powers. Right. You're like, why the fuck would Michael go with him? Yeah, that's absolutely true. So you can flesh that out a little one bit. One thing that I was kind of yearning
1: for, and I'm, I'm not trying to jump ahead as far as what I would change or what I didn't like about the film or this or that, but it was like, I felt like an excruciating long amount of time be- before you see an actual on-screen kill. Oh, yeah. Right? I feel like if there were some of the, like, the fat security guard in the beginning if you can kind of see more of him getting like dismembered or something like if they extended that even just a few minutes i think it'd be pretty cool you or know? just
0: like show that he's dead because one thing we'll get into i think this movie reads like a sci-fi alien invasion film for the majority of it i mean especially the scenes where you get the car you know tops being ripped off and the people being pulled out yeah and also, you don't know, like, you don't know the way on. it's presented, it's, it's a slow burn. But when you're watching, especially having already done the faculty like we have, I was like, I could really see this being yeah. an alien film. Yes, absolutely. And that, they even mentioned totally Martians in this movie, so we'll get into that. Yeah. Uh, directed by Joel Schumacher, the man who famously gave Batman nipples mm, and uh, the uh, cock piece. <laughs> he also did eight millimeters, so it makes a lot of sense. Huh. Nicholas Cage investigating the snuff film, you remember that? Yeah. It's a yeah. good movie. That is
1: a good movie. Definitely uh, worth watching.
0: Uh, written by Jan Fisher, who did the story and screenplay, James Jeremiah, and then Jeffrey Boehm came in with Joel Schumacher and punched it up a little bit. I love this man. Brian asked me why I love this man. Why do you love this man? I love this man because he wrote The Phantom. Billy Zane, The Phantom. Oh, it's that one. I love it. Yeah, for some reason I'm like, Phantom of the Opera? The Ghost Who Walks. God, that's such a bad movie. I hate you right now. I love that movie. you know. To each their own. You don't like that movie? I saw it in theater. So did I. I have like very positive memories about uh, seeing it. Compare it to its contemporaries The Shadow, The Phantom. The Phantom beats the ever loving fuck out of the Shadow, I even think, with the cool dagger. I want to say we watched The Shadow not too long we ago. We did. And I totally fell asleep. Exactly. Case <laughs> in point. Also, Alec Baldwin never in his life had swimmers bod, which Billy Zane did. They had to take musculature out of his costume because he was buff as fuck.
1: Yeah. You know what? To be fair, I don't recall falling asleep in the movie theater when I saw
0: the Phantom. You got to rewatch it. Yeah. It's great. Okay. Moving on. He also did Adventures of Briscoe County Jr., which is Bruce Campbell. One episode of Tales from the Crypt. Lethal Weapons 1, 2, and 3. Indiana Jones, The Last Crusade, Inner Space, The Dead Zone. Well,
1: the guy's done some shit.
0: It's crazy. Yeah. That's I mean, a crazy career for anybody to have, even if he's just going in and punching up scripts. Did you know in Lethal Weapon 1, one of my favorites of all time, if you look at the marquee behind Riggs and...
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says something about the Lost Boys. Yep. yep. That's cool.
0: Pretty cool. Yeah.
1: It's a nice little... Uh, hum- How do you say that word? Homage, homage, homage. I'm like homage. It's <laughs> pay homage to it. <laughs> homage.
0: God dang it! <laughs> Music by Thomas Newman. He has a great 80s career. You want to know why? He did a Revenge of the Nerds and Real Genius.
1: Shawshank Redemption.
0: Yep, I put that in there. I've never seen it. I'm never going to. Why? Because I know that there's a butt rape scene. And there's if
1: it's not, you don't see it. It's implied. Come on, dude. Oh, if it's it. implied, then I'll. I can Give do it. Give it. A I've heard shot. that it's like
0: gnarly, like Tim Robbins being. Sh- Dude, he's
1: shoved around in a freaking like supply room. And I've read the
0: synopsis of the book. It still sounds gross.
1: I mean, I'm sure the book is probably a lot more graphic than Stephen the King. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I. Oh, honestly, can we talk about this? I feel this? like Shawshank is one of the better movies, I think, that I've ever seen.
0: Stephen King is a professional wrestling heel of a writer. What I mean by that, we talked about this a few times. I'm like, elaborate. Yeah, dude, we're going to go so over on this episode, but it's your birthday. So we're going to party like it's your birthday. It's my birthday.
1: It's my birthday. So
0: we talk about how Stephen King has these pervasive themes like child abuse and stuff that are cringy and you're like you're exploiting the cringiness abuse,
1: racism uh homophobia yep uh, you name chemical it.
0: dependency uh you know short-sightedness all sorts of stuff not short-sightedness with the glasses but you know what i mean like right, right right not understanding consequences blah blah he does that and exploits that but he makes it effective and so in my thinking he's just a pro wrestling so heel. heel yep yeah he knows yeah, I mean, what's gonna fuck with sense you sense. and he's like that's what i'm doing so
1: they make sense i can imagine him being like the jimmy hart of
0: uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: of writers, right? We're walking around with a fucking uh
0: racket and a megaphone. <laughs> I love that so much. The mouth of the South. <laughs> nice. Get it, brother. Nice. All right, time for nicknames—the favorite segment of many people who just turn off the fucking show when that's done. I can't blame them. Mm. At this point, we're half hour into this motherfucker. That's so, right, strap in and strap on. It's time. Jason Patrick as Michael Emerson. You got anything for this? You know what? Fuck, dude. He wears shades like a mother throughout. So I, I
1: call him shades. But you could also call him leather jacket.
0: Or you could call him Roy Orbison. You call him cool kid. Thank dude, God. he is a fucking badass. I feel movie. like you have to call him Michael when they say that name 118 times in the movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's totally true. He's going like, Mike, Mikey, Michael.
0: Let's say it like that. Mike, Mikey, Michael. Every <laughs> fucking time. And maybe yeah. by the end of this, we'll reach 118.
1: Yeah, I mean, how many times did uh, David whisper... Michael,
0: Michael, 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 <laughs> I like it. Corey Haim as Sam Emerson. Um, hmm. Nothing really comes to mind. You know, he's Sammy. From, if, if what Phoenix, Arizona, right? That's the whole thing. I was like, Arizona, he's a fashionista from Arizona.
1: Well, and then, yeah, one thing that kind of struck me as strange is he's complaining like, wow, I really like to go back to Phoenix. I've been meanwhile, there. You're, meanwhile, you're at the beach. I'm like, come on, dude.
0: <laughs> and, based on your poster, you like Rob Lowe's abs. There's lots of guys with abs here. Saxophone man to name just one <laughs> oh, that comes to mind. Oh,
1: sexy Shawn Michaels man, dude. Cannot wait. British Bulldog. Oh, dude. British Bulldog and Shawn Michaels had a baby. Oh, yeah. They played sexy sax man. Yep. I like it.
0: So, what are we calling this kid? Closet case. I don't care.
1: Arizona. <laughs> Arizona.
0: <laughs> Arizona green tea. Kiefer Sutherland. Can we call him anything but 24. Is That'd it baby twenty four? can't. I'm, we've never even seen it, but it's twenty Wasn't it Baby Sutherland? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine his dad with the whoo from Invasion of the Body Snatchers, which is funny because
1: coincidentally, a couple a uh, couple years later, right, Donald Sutherland was in a vampire movie as well.
0: Oh yeah, he was in Return to Salem's Lot, yeah. or yeah, that's what it's called. No, it's just what? Salem's Lot. The Rob Lowe. Oh my God, it's all coming around. <laughs> Rob Lowe's abs. Fuck, man. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> Uh, he has the least dialogue of any of the main characters. And Kiefer was saying in an interview that he was grateful for Joel Schumacher for making sure he got like the last line in a scene. Yeah. So even though he says less, he in essence you, says you, more.
1: You can call David uh, the strong silent.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like it. We talked about the fact that his name was originally Peter. So call him 24. Moving on. There you go. Diane Weist as Lucy Emerson, the mom from Edward Scissorhands, fresh oh, off Liz. of winning an Academy Award. That's totally right. I forgot she about that. She won for Hannah and Her Sisters from 1986 with oh, Woody Allen. She plays like the meek role so Dude, well. So good. Right? Yeah. I, like would j- I just mom. want to like protect her and everything. She's
1: a loving mom. I want her to make me a PB&J.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. So uh, as far as a name for her, anything comes to mind? What do you got? <sighs> oh, I didn't have one. <laughs> I can't. Poor Lucy. Um, we can just call her Lucy. In the sky with diamonds. Ooh, there you go with the singing. I got to. <laughs> if you call that singing, that song sucks my ass. Yikes. Anyway, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Corey Feldman is Edgar Frog. Uh man. Um. He's just a po boy from a pool. Right. Yeah. Uh. He almost seemed like he had a
1: Rambo look going on. Rambo. Rambo. Because he's a brother. Yeah. Rambo. Because like he's got that like fucking red bandana across yeah. his uh.
0: Which he was told to butch up in he so he had his first meeting with Joel Schumacher and Joel was like can you butch it up tells him to go watch Stallone movies and Chuck Norris movies and tells (laughs) him to come back. Perfect. Yeah so when Corey Feldman goes in it's based off of the recommendation of Richard Donner who was originally going to direct this who didn't direct this so he'd go directly with a weapon. It all is so incestuous. It's weird. Interesting. So when Donner was involved, this is back when it was going to be the little kid version. He had worked with Corey Feldman on the Goonies, sends him over. And then the guy's like, no, we're going to a more adult theme. Butch it up. Wow. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Did you know that um, (laughs) coincidentally enough, Corey Haim actually tried out for um, Mouth in the Goonies? Oh, wow. That would suck. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that would suck hard
1: right I couldn't imagine anybody other than Feldman being mouth but I feel like it's really interesting that they were all we they were always kind of coinciding with each other yes. and this is the first film where they actually move film together.
0: it's like spirals like a pet cemetery <laughs> bringing it around back to the first episode of slashers hey yo boom That's this is right. our greatest hits man we are going <laughs> off the rails well, we're like an hour into this and we don't even get into the movie I love it I like it man this is fun. This is what because what is this? Free flowing, man. When we just re, we just regurgitate what happened in the movie? No, this yeah. is what you want. You want banter.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, and this is just throwing it out there. You can go to a lot more professional podcasts. Yeah, right. They're just very rigid and structured. Or you can just kind of hang out with us. Yeah, right? pretty
0: much. Where well, I'm not gonna know. suck your dick to get your Patreon money. Or are I'm, you? I no. <laughs> suck your dick for other reasons, like for the taste of it. <laughs> wow. i bet there's somebody out there who doesn't understand sarcasm and they're like what the fuck like he was just talking about that little kid and he was judging him but now he's saying he's gonna suck dick oh jesus it's fun jamie gertz is a star (laughs) she got the role because she had been in a play with jason patrick and he recommended her up until that point, Joel Schumacher was very blunt. He'd been looking for what he called a hoifi blonde. A hoifi blonde. Yeah, it's a hoifi blonde. Huyfe.
1: Got it. Yeah, yeah. She's very much
0: not a hoifi blonde, but just hey, smacked whatever. my microphone because a bug flew on my neck.
1: Hey, hopefully you got it. I hope I so. Maybe you'll have some kind of growth coming out of your neck.
0: Dude, I used to do a bit when I did stand up years ago that my greatest fear was a bug flying onto my penis. Because you really have two <laughs> options at that point either you slap the bug further into your penis. Or it lays eggs. There's
1: a uh, there's a theme here. <laughs> You're talking about sucking dick. Talking about <laughs> bugs on penises. Yeah.
0: I guess you know. Let's keep going with it. I, I, I let the good times roll. It's what I have to say. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do we have anything for Star? Um, Star. Honestly, Star, okay. yeah, nothing. Ed she almost Herman looks
1: like a gypsy. She's a gypsy chick.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Gypsy woman gypsy woman.
1: She, you know, I could totally imagine her like, you know, traveling around with the little gypsy caravan. Yeah, for sure. You know, and like the movie Snatch.
0: <laughs> yeah. With Brad Pitt. Let's do it. Next was Ed Herman. <laughs> he played Max. Did you know Fred Gwynn was potentially up for the role for that?
1: Which was Fred Gwynn?
0: Sometimes. Dead is better. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. I like it a lot. Hmm. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. I think he's a little too old. But you still think it would have been great. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Because you got to keep in mind, it's only two years before Pet Cemetery. And by then, he was playing a guy who was retired and widower.
1: Yeah, but I mean, honestly, how young do you have to be to run a video store?
0: Well, I mean, it, it was cutting edge at the time, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure we had, I
1: mean, you have to rewind the VHS tapes and shit.
0: So. Sometimes, rewound is better. <laughs> Moving on. Bernard Hughes played in Grandpa's
1: a fucking G. Dude. He's uppercase G.
0: Uppercase G, we'll call him. I like it. Uh, we don't really have to get into everybody else. Tim Capello played the saxophone player. He apparently played with Tina Turner's band for a long time. He plays like six instruments. Do you know uh,
1: that guy actually goes around to conventions and like meets people. Why the fuck wouldn't he? Yeah. It's really he plays cool.
0: one instrument for each of his abs. Dude, that guy is ripped. Fuck yeah. yeah. Steroids. And then woo. I saw
1: like the fucking sweet chain he's got around his neck. I was like, dude, it almost looks like he's like a knight of some sort. He's got like some chain mail on. Hell yeah. He's gyrating them hips. Fuck, man.
0: Some medieval erections going on. <laughs> and Moving he's like on. covered in baby oil, just like Shawn Michaels and uh, dude, British Bulldog. He was very lathered up. I'm yeah. like, fuck, man. He was shiny as shit. You can't be breaking that big of a sweat at night on a pier. Oh, well, I mean, them gyrating hips. And there was fire around, too. Whatever.
1: Oh, well, call OSHA.
0: Uh, should we do recapitations? Should we just go in the movie?
1: Let's just go in the movie.
0: Hell yeah, Brian, kick us off, mother... F- well, I'm going to stall so he can drink his beer. Puts oh. the beer down. <sighs> Sigh of relief. <laughs> All right, he so steps the way the movie up... The starts up
1: Sorry. <laughs> ...is you have a cool shot where it pans out over the ocean. And did you notice that... It, Always uh, has kind of like a weird, like a like weird sound effects. Oh, it yeah. almost sounds like that's what they
0: sound like. I say they as in like the vampires when they're flying. Well, I it's took a- it to be like a like a bat sounds, like when the wings are flapping, like right, yeah. right, okay, yeah. So
1: it's kind of cool. It, it pans out over the the ocean and then it aims in or zooms in on the pier. It totally reminds me of like Santa Monica Pier. I mean, that's just something that's relatable yep. for me because we're closer to Santa Monica than we would be to Santa Cruz. Did you know uh, that pier, Santa pier is Cruz, in I mean us? Santa
0: Carla. What? The pier is in us. And the movie takes place in 1986, right before this. Oh, really? Yeah. Jordan Peele talked about it. He was oh, like, you know true. how cool it was for me to be there on that beach with that pier? That's so cool. But the bandstand and that part of it burned down or they took it down years ago. Yeah. But the pier itself was so I remember still.
1: reading that. So it goes to the pier. Uh, you have your first introduction of David, right? Yep. You have David and his
0: goons, what I like to call them.
1: Unfortunately, I don't really recall their names. The only ones I ever really remember are David and Marco. There's they're,
0: David, Dwayne, Marco, and Paul. Yeah,
1: that's they're clearly in a band, right? No. <laughs> David, Dwayne, oh my Marco, God. and Paul.
0: 90s WWF reference, 80s hair metal reference. They are motley brood. Oh, God. I like it you know what Gangrel is out there and he just came at that reference because the first time he's been topical in years I feel like if uh, David uh,
1: became super overweight and super vulgar and just
0: gave up he would be part of the nasty boys oh jeez I thought you were saying he's gonna be Gangrel because Gangrel I feel like the only reason he (laughs) wore that flowery pirate shirt was because he needed a girdle oh yeah dude oh yeah
1: absolutely but no dude nasty boys
0: I totally see it yeah. I could see
1: that hard, right? With that hair? haircut, yeah, With the hair and everything, yeah, that'd be cool. So they're on the the merry-go-round, right? And David comes up and totally, you know, acts like a, a douche, and he finds some chick. Clearly has some boyfriend right next to her, which, to be fair, her boyfriend's a douche. Um, so I guess maybe they cancel each other out. I don't know. Anyways, he he goes up to the girl. He starts making his move. He could have clearly looked at the dude and been like, "Hey." Go fuck yourself, and the guy would probably do it, right? Because it was weird little Jedi mind tricks, yeah, right. But you clearly see that David is the the head honcho of the group. Can I can I derail you for a second? Yeah.
0: Is it weird that whenever I hear Jedi mind tricks, I think of Vinny Paz, and I don't think of Star Wars?
1: (laughs) Who's Vinny Paz?
0: Are you fucking with me right now? No, 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 no. He's a rapper who's in Jedi Mind Tricks.
1: Okay. Well, I knew of the band or of the rap group. Okay. I knew of the rap group. Uh The Rap.
0: <laughs> they do the rap, don't they? Where they do the rhymes That's to like where the they beat. They do the hip hop uh. or some sort.
1: Yeah. So, I knew of the group Jedi Mind Tricks. Okay.
0: I just I didn't know that was It's good. okay. So, Army of the Pharaohs and stuff. Yeah. I think everybody's going to expect us to do Cry Little Sister for this. Intro. I think I'm gonna put in a busy pass song. People be like, "What the fuck?" And then 40 <laughs> minutes in, they're gonna be like, "Oh, oh, makes sense, makes gotcha. sense." Gotcha. Sorry. Keep going. You no, were leaving hey, off with the security guard coming up and being like, "I yeah, told he, you to stay off right, right. the boat
1: Yeah, he, he pulls
0: one of the. Hey, I thought I told I thought you. I told you. Yeah. Hey, I thought I told you. And I'm like,
1: right. yeah, what? Are-? Exactly. You know what's funny is very early on, I always feel like David and his goons find everything so funny. Yeah. Do you notice that? They're laughing. Oh yeah. They're like snickering is what it is. Yeah. That like nobody else gets. Yeah. It's like a
0: very serious moment and they're like <laughs> Well, cuz they're from the 1900s, like the early <laughs> 1900s. So by this point they've been around for like 80 years and like this is silly. Can you believe yeah. kids dressed like this today? Yeah, that's that's probably true. So, yeah. So the kids, the
1: guys, I say kids. The the guys in the group, David and the Motley Crew. Motley Brood. Get told to to kick rocks, basically, after uh, David very clearly grabs the guy's face and almost wants to land one right in the lips.
0: He could. He totally could. He should have.
1: I mean, that's what I thought. What he I made
0: do? me question my sexuality. <laughs> I think he could probably do the same to both that guy and his girlfriend. Right, right.
1: So then that guy ends up leaving the merry-go-round or whatever, and it cuts back to poor old security guard walking back to the car,
0: right? Worked a long fucking day.
1: Yeah, long day. Shit job. super fucking pissed you off. You think at that everything. fucker
0: gets benefits? No.
1: No. You think he was gonna get someone when he gets home? Probably not. Fuck
0: no, not with a belly like that. <laughs> belly full of blood. No. Nah. So
1: you get the camera angle from up high, which I think is really cool. Oh yeah. Right? And you kind of get the experience of being like part of the group swooping down for the for the kill. And he makes it to the car, right? And I remember always watching this as a kid and thinking to myself, like, dude, that guy's grip on the fucking car is he's got a, it. I guess it death would be grip. a death grip. Yeah. Right. He's holding onto the handle so hard. Rips the they, door off. They, they pull him and he keeps hold of the door and it rips it off the hinges.
0: Like, what? Yeah. They're not ripping the door off. They're ripping him off, you know, off the ground and taking the door. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. That was this is fucking crazy. Yeah. So uh, what happens next? Then it's the establishing of the Emerson family where they're driving to grandpa's house and you get some expository information. You kind of get the class and status of each character. You get, you know, Mikey's trying to be Mr. Cool. Or wait, Mike, Mikey, Michael is trying to be the cool guy. <laughs> uh, Arizona is trying to be. He's like in that weird stage of like I still buy into mom's bullshit, but I'm also cool. Right, and, and then right. you know the mom is clearly trying to be the how, glue that holds them together. How is
1: Sam supposed to be in this? Because I'm kind of on the fence between middle school, maybe like freshman in high school, because I'm like the kid still clearly takes baths. Yeah, like I mean, hey, there's nothing wrong with taking baths.
0: Dude, a lot of our followers take baths, and they use bath bombs, and they post about it every time, so you need to watch your mouth. Just kidding. sorry. <laughs> they do. It's cool.
1: Hey, no, it's cool. You know, you take baths, it's fine. I'm 32, I just, I, I'm 32 now, so I mean, maybe
0: I should start taking baths. Take I care of yourself. Yeah. Treat you. I'll get you a bath bomb for next year's birthday. <laughs> Fucking right, man. But it's all right. Being a guy, if you're a lady out there who follows us on Instagram at SlashersPod, I love you. I love the fact that you're you know using bath bombs. I can't like the picture contractually because <laughs> I'm hitched. Ayo, <laughs> so is this fuck. <laughs> Move it on. <laughs> oh God, I'm glad our wives just watch the movies with us and don't really follow the show. Nah, that will be fine. I hope so. I don't want to get Lorena Bobbited.
1: They're <laughs> are they making a movie on that? Yes, they are. Ayo,
0: maybe so we'll cover exciting. that one. <laughs> Hell yeah, and then we could cover the guy's porno that he did after he got his <laughs> dick sewn back on.
1: Awkward. He's like, hey, that, that's not the same shade. Oh, God!
0: <laughs> you put it on backwards. Good. The foreskin should be at the top, not the bottom. Anyway, uh, you get the montage with people are strange. It's a nice little intro. You see the graffiti that says it's the murder capital of the world.
1: Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool. It shows the different kinds of people, the different groups of people yep. within Santa Carla. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: You end up at grandpa's house, which is kind of weird.
1: It's almost like a ranch. Yep. Right? Strange. I can't imagine it just
0: it seems out of place.
1: Eh. That's just me. But well, then again, grandpa seems a little strange.
0: Well, the whole point is that he's not in the city. Remember, he even has the thing later. Right, we talked yeah, about not one year. True. That's true. So when they get there, he's like playing dead for some reason, which is like, all right. I thought he was sleeping. Oof. I do It's my fucking property. I'll sleep with that goddamn one. <laughs> and uh they wake him up. It's kind of weird. Oh. Forgot you. Why'd you let me forget this? Ayo, Michael is asking people if we can find a job, and the guys are like, Nothing legal. Ah, That's so good. Mm -hmm. I I like that a lot. I think he was talking about drugs, human trafficking. I mean,
1: Michael's got a burnt mouth. He does. Yeah. So, yeah. So the dad plays dead. Sam comes up and asks him about TV, right? (laughs) And he's like, What do you need TV for? We got TV, guy. Yeah, love it. it Right. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, fuck, dude, there's going to be some kids listening to this and they'd be like, the fuck's TV Guide? The channel?
0: <laughs> How do you watch TV Guide channel if you don't have a TV?
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Um, there's the
0: taxidermy room and they make an dude, homage to... Dude, super creepy. But they make an homage to Texas Chainsaw. So you got to yes, mention it.
1: Absolutely. That's really cool. So from there, they go on to the to the concert, right, where you get your first glimpse of uh sexy, oiled up Shawn Michael slash uh, British Bulldog.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't I, I have like it any other way.
1: It's the hair from Shawn Michaels, but the face of British Bulldog.
0: I was going to say the head of British Bulldog with the About body of dance of, Shawn, of Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I can see that. He doesn't have I the hair that. that Shawn had, but I feel like he's got the charisma and animal magnetism. Have you seen what Sean looks like now? It's sad. He looks rough. He looks really he rough. He looks rougher than Scott Hall. That's too bad. He needs to get on that DDP yoga. Hell yeah, he does. Well, <laughs> he, he actually teaches that performance center and stuff. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's like Oh, that's cool. You know, Daniel Bryan, who was one of his students for a while. So. Oh,
1: that's neat. That's neat. So you go back to the concert, you have sexy sax man doing his shit. And are you upset we don't get to see him die? Oh, he should have totally oh. died. There should have been some sort of decapitation by saxophone of some, you know, Dude. or maybe taking that chain that's wrapped around his neck and just like fucking dismembering him. That would have been really cool, mm-hmm. but um, wasted opportunity. But instead, you have Mike, Mikey Michael looking longingly like a fucking creep at Star, right? Does that work? Ah, man, I'm, I'm sorry. I Maybe at one point when I was younger, I maybe thought to myself, hey, that would be cool to do and just stare at girls creepily. I don't remember doing that. But then again, you don't ever think about doing it at the time. It's always like after the fact where you're like, God, I was such a fucking weirdo.
0: Let me ask you something, Brian. Did you ever try and see if you had superpowers? Like, for instance, did you ever flex your forearm to see if your Wolverine claws would come out? (laughs) I ask because there were times where I was a kid where I I can see where Michael's coming from. If I stare hard enough at her chest, can I see through the shirt?
1: <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> totally—you know—all of this shit totally reminds me of different skits. Of, uh <laughs> one of the—I don't know who it was in in this skit, but—and I'm not sure where this is segueing to. But he talks about when you're in an elevator, and you can be in a crowded elevator full of guys, girls, what have you. There can be a girl wearing two layers, three layers of clothing, a bra or sports bra your elbow grab caresses a boob, you know, it's a boob. Yep. Right. And no mistake. That's, mistaking like, that's that for like some a sort of superpower. Yeah. Right. It has to be. I don't I know. I think so.
0: <laughs> Everybody always wants to compliment daredevil because his sense of touch is so delicate that he could like read like the ink on a page. I'm like, imagine how great boobs must feel. That guy <laughs> feels like bags of sand. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going back to wild, wild west?
1: No, it's from fucking forty uh, year old version.
0: Oh, because in Wild West, remember when Kevin Klein has the breast that's like filled with BBs or whatever, and then he fills it up with water, and he's like, "Touch my breast." Honestly, I've seen that once. Dude, that movie shreds so hard. <laughs> yeah, it what, racist. W- Kenneth Branagh is my favorite. Kenneth Branagh.
1: I'm pretty sure that was like one of the worst rated movies like of, of all, all time. time yeah.
0: <laughs> Kevin Smith famously talked about being requested to pen the script for Superman. Uh, uh, Returns or whatever the one that uh, Tim Burton was going to do okay but the producer was like the villain is going to be a giant spider and Kevin Smith is like I don't think this is right for me and I'm out the same dude (laughs) produced Wild Wild West and inexplicably there's a giant spider
1: (laughs) that makes sense that makes sense so going back to the concert you have Mike Mikey Michael creepily staring at fucking star and then she catches glance of him and obviously his weird, obviously going back to it, the Jedi mind tricks worked, right? And she kind of gives him a little cutesy stare and she takes off, right? And she plays like kind of hard to get and he's like, oh shit, I'm on the fucking prowl. And, you know, he takes off. Uh, Sammy chases after him.
0: And he says, "I," or he says, I'm at Something the mercy of, a, your of your sex, sex glance, bud.
1: Yeah, that's right. He says, I'm at the mercy of your sex glance. I thought that was really good. Which clearly makes it seem like Sammy isn't quite at that age. Yeah. Right? He's like in the in-betweener stage.
0: Girls are still gross. Yes. But it's exactly. also because he likes boys. Which mm. is fine. Yeah. Just yeah. do it. Hey,
1: man. This is 2019.
0: And it was 1987 <laughs> then. It's true. Can I say one thing? So... At there's a certain point in between those two lines where the mom enters the electronics shop. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so right. Max says, "I told you not to come in here anymore." To the Lost Boys when they come in,
1: yeah, because they're they're all hanging out there because it's Papa.
0: So that's the second time that we've had somebody, if in in essence, revoke their invitation because you have the security guard at the beginning being like, "I told you not to come here anymore." You have this guy saying, "I told you not to come here anymore." They don't fight; they just leave. Do you think that's part of their vampiric yeah
1: you know what that's a good point point. and uh i For those yes, of you at home who he, are taking me. he's tapping, tapping the old board. he's tapping the old noodle the nog yeah yeah that that's actually a really good point point. and i don't know how far it would work honestly it almost seems like it would be a steading that would be more so like more specific as far as i'm going to revoke your rights to this particular house yeah right because it always seems like it's like don't ever let a vampire into your home yeah. Because that's where it goes. Arguably, you can say if the security guard said, hey, you guys need to get off the premises, this or that. He was still on the premises when he was in the parking lot.
0: Is the parking lot the pier, though?
1: I would still consider it within the vicinity. But it, it,
0: oh god, if, if it's property that's affixed to it, that doesn't make it. It is not a pier. It is a parking lot. You're fighting me tooth and nail, aren't you? I think it because that's the thing. I've never liked that rule about vampires. I didn't like it in Salem's Lot either. They're like, "Let me in." I'm like, well, who the fuck says yes? Yeah, that's totally true. Well, I'll go ahead and give you that one. Thank you. Okay, I earned it. <laughs> so I think you see a Goonies VHS. Yes, you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. That's kind of cool. Can we talk about something go really, really funny? Yeah. So I did the research. Batman issue fourteen that is referenced by Corey Haim. Nah, there's thousands of them. <laughs> and, but the one thing is it's, it's worth, a, it surprised me that you actually had to do research. Well, I wanted to make sure, uh, you know, I had my suspicions that I wanted to make sure <laughs> I had my suspicions. So a mint condition, uh, rated 9.8 would be worth $54,000. Holy shit. There are 187 rated ones in circulation. What that means if you know your comics is, you know, generally you have to get it submitted. You, it, they rate it, they put it in a board. Or a plastic case, and then you can sell it and say, this has been inspected, this is worth this much. Right. So, you know, your issues. Yeah. And you know, there are all sorts of different criteria that can get you docked, even if you took care of it pristinely, if the comic itself was printed poorly or whatever. Okay. So I did that research for no reason at all. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Fair enough. They give him the vampire comic and they say could save your life. And he's like, I don't like horror comics. And then Bitch. Yeah, right. Um, I don't have. A, I, it, I have no fun. issue with the fact that he wants to suck Rob Lowe's dick. I do have an issue that he doesn't want to take that comic book.
1: I, I think it's fun, right? Because it's just a little bit of foreshadowing.
0: No, oh, yeah. yeah, it's whatever. It, it, it helps with the storyline. Well, it's also um, the boy who cried wolf. You know, it's it's the Frog Brothers who are like, it's every kid in a movie can't be believed. Right. Exactly. So you
1: get your first glimpse of the Frog Brothers, and you're like, oh, that's that's an interesting duo. And then you have you have the guy that steals a comic. Right? Mm. Him and his chick. Mm. And, you know, they get their up and
0: comings. I mean, Mm. it's something where you basically learn, don't fucking steal comics. And literally the next scene is them in the car. She's reading. Check this out. Sad sack. And he's trying to get fresh and he can't. Blue balls. Blue balls go in a sad sack. All looped around. Boom. I like it. Roof gets ripped off. They get plucked out. We move on. Because you don't know. We can assume. We assume that they die, but Brian brought up a great continuity point that the guy with the skunk hair is in the bonfire at the end. Yes,
1: absolutely. Who knows? He could have been like, uh, you know, they could have been like one of us, one of us. But no, that wouldn't make sense because why would they end up killing him in the bonfire?
0: Well, he just he lives. He escapes because they go after the girl because David wanted the girl in the first place. And then this guy with the skunk hair goes to the cops, and they're like, "We can't believe you. You are then a fucking idiot." And he just idiot. goes
1: and gets shit faced on the on the beach. Yep, that's him. That makes sense. His his coping mechanism. Exactly. Mechanism. I like it
0: because he's emotionally insecure and he's not, you know, in tune with his feelings like us 2019 men are.
1: <laughs> so then you have, are we jumping around here? I'm thinking on the notes. It shows Grandpa having the where he turns on the car and then. And then it goes. That's as to, close as I like to get to town. Right, right. But then it goes to Dave or Michael getting his ear pierced. I think that's the same night he meets up a star. Yep. Well, right? he I don't. He well, has is his ear pierced. Night?
0: I don't think she pierces his ear because he sees the girl getting her ear pierced. She's that's Is, like, that, it's the, a bit is off. that
1: the same night as the concert?
0: Yeah. So okay. So, so he wakes be up before. with his ear pierced. Is what okay, I'm saying. Okay, So that's before
1: the whole grandpa scene. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. It's all good. I'm throwing things out there. You know, I'm
0: talking shit.
1: Go I'm for it. Talking shit. It's basically, me not having my notes ever,
0: ever. He wrote six and a half pages of notes. I was so proud. You know where they are? <laughs> yeah. I told my wife. I I think I jinxed you. I think it's the cosmos working against you. I was like, like, man, Brian made seven, six and a half pages of notes. We'll round it up to seven. And
1: fuck. Yeah, I got about three quarters of the way down the mountain. You know what we should do? I
0: screamed horror as loud as I. Was like <laughs> I'm announcing it right now. If you leave us a five star review and You send us a picture of it and you make reference to this episode specifically, you can enter to win Brian's notes, his unused <laughs> notes. Six and a half pages. They are
1: fucking, they're pretty good, actually. I did I am not trying to fucking break my arm off, jerking myself off, but uh, you know, I thought they were fairly well. I don't know. Can't wait on. to see them. <laughs> <laughs> you dick. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. So mm, Mikey Mike Michael meets up a star. Because he's done it with his like creeping. And he's like, oh shit, here's this fucking star chick. He's like, hey, what's your name? She's like,
0: Star.
1: And he's like, oh, Star, your parents must be hippies. Yeah, I think my parents wanted to call me like Moonbeam or some shit, right? Moonchild. Yeah, yeah Moonchild, right? And then she's just, it's like, I think he said Star, Star. I like Star. And she totally fucking called him out on his like, acting like a total tool
0: no she says mike michael i like michael and then he's yeah no i think she copied him yeah because exactly she said it first right? yeah, yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah so she basically is just kind of calling him out on mm. on being a douche so you know i mean it's, it's her being playful also it's like they they have chemistry cat and mouse exactly so
0: but who's like, the cat and who's the mouse
1: he basically invites her to go get some food and apparently everybody that's cool rides dirt bikes Clearly, she just met the dude. She doesn't know how well he rides. But he's like, let's go out for some food. She's like, yeah. He's like, hop on.
0: She's like, fuck it. Let's do it. (laughs) And the first question out of me is, are you insured? And he says, yes. And I say, by survival. And he says, no. And I say, I can't can't take take that ride. (laughs) ride. (laughs) I like it. I like it. So Uh, David rolls up and he's like, hey, girl, I am insured by survival. Basically, cock blocks.
1: Oh, for sure. Total cock blocks.
0: This So then the 80s and 90s was a very different time. This reminds me so much of Point Break when you have Patrick Swayze giving up on Tyler, right? And then Keanu Reeves coming in in Johnny Utah. Oh, yeah. It's like you can have my sloppy seconds, but only when I say it's okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very weird. But at the same time, you know, in the scenes later on when it comes to real realization that basically David was letting her get close to him to try and kill him. So, you know. I guess it all makes sense why he kind of was letting Michael move in for sloppies. So, yeah, you know, she, uh, she hops on with David and then apparently David kind of throws out. Okay. So I had a question. Yeah. I'm kind of confused. How did David know what Michael's name was? Did he overhear her talking to Michael as they were walking or I
0: think it's the brain power.
1: Because I don't recall him ever being close enough to them when they are having a conversation. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, he's just You don't like, have
0: to beat me, Michael. Yeah. You just have to keep up. Exactly. Yeah. And
1: he's like, hey, Michael, you know where so-and-so is? And I thought that was yeah. really funny. Hudson's
0: Bluff. And, and he's like, like, bitch, I've been here 20 minutes. <laughs> and Google Maps hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> right. So I thought that was really cool. What's the internet? Me growing up watching this...
1: I thought it was the greatest thing ever having them do the whole fucking motorcycle scene on the beach. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Right. And they're, they're just like hauling ass through the beach and nobody gives a shit. There's no cops or anything. They go into the forest. They're, you know, mobbing through these different, you know, switchbacks and all of a sudden uh, it's foggy and they're almost playing like a game of chicken. Yep. Right. And it's so great because, you get the the close-up of, of David. You get the close-up of Michael. And, you know, it's basically like two cocks fighting. right? Oh, yeah. And they're just like, oh, well, well, I'm it's Mr. Monchismo. Yeah, because they're Mon-Cheez-Mo, playing right? chicken with the
0: cliff. Yeah. So what I like is when when Michael loses, when Mike, Mikey, Michael, Michaelson Mike, <laughs> when he loses his temper, he has a very valid reason. Because in his perception, he's like, you were going to fucking kill Star to prove something to me, you asshole.
1: Yeah. So when totally he punches like him,
0: I was like, yeah, dude. And then David's yeah. like, "You are so not shit like, yeah I could yeah. could not have cared less it's funny because looking back at this, I didn't
1: really realize it when I was younger. I just thought it was really cool that he goes up and punches him, but looking back at it now, I'm like, you had a whole you had a free running fucking shot at this dude, didn't even knock him off the bike uh-uh. I'm like you didn't pack anything back on that punch
0: Mm-mm. that's what makes it so interesting when they actually fight, you know because he has the blood inside of him. He's vampiric It shows true. like you needed it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Because these soup, these vampires have superpowers. They can fly. They're super strong, blah, blah. So that's cool. Yeah. So then, uh, then what happens?
1: <laughs> so then, you know, I think Mike, Mike, Mikey S- Micerson, talks to david or basically calls him out and says hey you and me you and me yeah. let's go you know he says like three mono. separate times
0: just you just you just and i was like yeah dude i've been in that scenario where i'm like all right yeah. i'm down to throw down but i don't want to throw down with four people who have superpowers exactly,
1: exactly. so
0: i want it to be a fair fight there should be five people with superpowers hey
1: <laughs> so david uh you know he has that little quote right how far are you willing to go And so then they go to the cool ass fucking lair. They're going to play gay chicken next where they go to kiss
0: like this Wait. (laughs) So for the people at home, you ever heard of gay chicken? It's hilarious. (laughs) It is hilarious to watch like these homophobic people be like, the worst thing that could ever happen would be my lips touch another man's lips. Get fucking bent. Move
1: on. Sorry. Going back to the lair. Basically you have this. I like this whole setup. Super dope. I think it's really cool. That shows them literally walking underground to a i don't know what you would call it sub subterranean because it's layer.
0: a it's a hotel that has fallen into a crevasse right and because of an these, earthquake
1: you have these cool posters that not posters yep, but there's, like, a like poster. there's
0: a monster's poster there's a monster's poster too
1: yeah is there a monster yeah that's really cool the one that i obviously um i feel like is most notably uh visible is it Jim Morrison? Yep. I think it was really cool.
0: That's and, uh, like a whole wall of it, yeah. Right, right, It reminds me of like when the Ninja Turtles find the subway station. You know, it's like, how, how cool. We just stumbled onto this perfect place to live that nobody yeah. else has
1: lived at. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. So they go back to the lair, right? And you find out that it was back 85 years ago. There was an earthquake. That's what brought it down. This is where you get they, the cool
0: scene with the maggots and everything. I was going to say, yeah.
1: they offer, you know, they get Chinese, Chinese food, right? And they make, you know, oh, it's Chinese food. He says something like. Uh, how could a, 10 million uh, people, how could, how could Chinese, people wrong. Chinese people go wrong yeah. or something like that? Because <laughs> Michael doesn't
0: want to eat and then gives him the thing. Oh, how are the maggots, Michael? And he's like, he's oh. Like,
1: what? And he's like, the maggots, Michael. He looks down and he's like, oh, it's just rice. And then, he, you know, he's, he looks at the noodles and you're
0: like, oh, oh
1: this is. I know where this is going and it's clearly worms.
0: How weird is it that this movie made a reference to what we do in the shadows 30 years before that movie came out? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. See what I did there? <laughs> we know who made the reference. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, after that, they bring out the blood and
0: he's the sh- wine. <laughs>
1: I was going to call it wine. I mean, you know, it's it's in a fucking
0: sweet bottle. That that is dope. And Star's like, don't drink it. It's blood. He's like, yeah, I'm sure it's blood.
1: (laughs) He totally calls it. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. He
0: (laughs) believes David's bullshit twice, but she says one thing. He's like, yeah, toots, I'm sure it's blood. (laughs) Asshole. He deserves to get vampired. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So this is where you see the poster for Munster go home in the background. And... oh yeah you're one of us bud says one of I think it's Dwayne and then there's him kind of tripping out while Cry Little Sister plays right that's right explore the the bridge scene which is just a weird scene can we blow through it pretty quickly because I've never really liked it they pull up to the bridge they like I liked it I don't know if you like it then do it because I'm not a big fan of it I always thought it was kind of weird
1: I this brings me back to the point I've talked to you about before where if anybody is ever really holding their breath under yeah. like I want to hold my breath with them. I feel like when I was younger and I watched this, um, I don't know what it would be, the molding around your hallway entrance. You can hold your fingers and hold yourself up. Yep. I used to do that. I used to hold myself and watch the movie and see if I could hold on as long as them. Did you do it? No, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> movie magic, come yeah. on. For sure. So, uh, yeah, I thought it was really cool. Um, they're all just hanging out. Uh, literally hanging from the side of a bridge hang- while, while a train goes overhead. They get to the place, right, and they all make their goodbyes, and then they jump off. And yeah. it looks really cool how they jump off, right? It's like gliding, yeah. Well, they literally just jump off, and you hear their voices. You don't know what the fuck's going on. Everybody jumps off except Michael. Um, Mike, Mike, Mikeerson. Uh, literally you see him kind of crawling off the side right and being like oh I guess this is cool guys you know oh, this is fun and uh, you know the the trains uh, comes and I, I wonder if I have a better reaction to this than you because I quite literally lived in front of the, the train tracks
0: I lived right next to him too did you really? I lived below the train tracks even you lived in a better part of town than I did
1: uh no
0: yeah well, my parents house It's right next to your parents house yeah but it's, we only it's, moved it's in it's there above. in 2007 it's a it's i'm closer to the railroad tracks than you no no but i didn't grow up there that house i didn't move into until i was an adult i oh. used to live below the train tracks
1: so you're like baja baja yeah.
0: wow broke as fuck <laughs> we're just playing
1: a game here where it's like who's broker
0: b- bitch <laughs> i ate a meal of black olives once because <laughs> we ain't had nothing else I like eating black olives. Just black olives? Yeah. Okay. I've done that a couple of
1: times, but that was for wrestling
0: purposes. Okay. Well, next time you come over. I need you to watch the belly. <laughs> well, you're on a strict diet of olives only in my house. And I'm going to Costco tomorrow. There you go. Absolutely. Moving on. Uh, yeah. So
1: we both understand. You didn't like it. I personally liked it. It shows a train going overhead. Um, you see that their arms start shaking. I think it's really cool. You know, he basically, I think David says something right before he falls. You got to let go, Michael. You got to let go. Yeah. I thought and that so was So Michael, really lets, cool. go, Michael let's go. And then he falls onto his bed. He's like floating for like a good minute. I don't know. It seems a little strange the way they had that. I get it. You're not supposed to understand what's going on with your body.
0: How does his dirt bike get home? How does he get home?
1: Yeah. that's, a, that's These a, are the things I don't like. That's a
0: That's a big... Gaping hole. I'm just too into the logistics. Like, did Ted or excuse me, whoa, did Bill S. Preston Esquire ride <laughs> the motorcycle home and then like piggyback on David? Like, <laughs> these are the questions that plague me at night. Anyways, so he ends up home, answers the phone. His mom's like, I got a sweet date where Max wants to suck my titties off. And he's like, sick. <laughs> Actually, at first he's like, nah. And then she's like, come on. He's like, sick he agrees to watch the kid. Right. Yeah. What's the next scene after that?
1: I don't even know how to respond to that. You don't have to. We're <laughs> <laughs> all I remember is that Mike, Mike, Mikerson's a fucking dick. Like he, 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 drinks the blood and all of a sudden he just becomes a giant C word. Yeah. Right. He, he wears all black
0: and everything changes and I don't like it. I was worried. I was wearing all black. I got blue jeans on. It's that damn jacket. I really wanted to get
1: rid of the jacket.
0: I almost bought a jacket like that from straight to hell apparel. So if if somebody wants to get us in contact with them and get us sponsored, (laughs) I will only ask for that one jacket. So I know I remember Sammy looking at Mike and seeing his ear
1: and he's like, did you get ear pierced? He's like, I don't like you with the ear pierced. Remember him saying that? Yeah. (laughs) Totally judgmental. Seriously. Fucking dick. He's a fashionista. (laughs) he's watching sammy right sammy is upstairs yep right he's taking a bath mm-hmm. and he has nanook mm-hmm. right and let's let's talk about nanook that's nanook a cool rules. name man. Yeah. i really like that especially for a was it a husky yeah yeah i think i think a,
0: they should change it from the vancouver canucks to the nanooks that would be really sweet. sweet ass dog that's dope nobody that's gives a dope. fuck about that whale you fucks we right. like dogs and who has a pet whale? Let me ask you that. Everybody has a pet dog.
1: <laughs> you have Mikey going to the fridge, gonna drink right? milk. He's gonna straight
0: drink- out of the carton. That's how little fucks he gives yeah, at this point. He doesn't point. give a
1: shit. And do you hear a heartbeat? Is there a heartbeat, or is it is it just kind of implied? I think I think you, you, think you, you overtly hear it. Over, you hear a heartbeat where it's like, no, nah, I don't want this fucking milk, which I think, think at first you're supposed to bitch. take
0: is like his. Heart beating because he's like his he like throws up and he starts grabbing his stomach, but then he looks up definitively and you're like, oh, oh it's not yeah. his heartbeat, yeah, it's he his brother's heartbeat. heartbeat. Yeah,
1: yeah. So you know he has his vampiric
0: urges, um and he carnivorous lunar activities.
1: Right. I like it. Yeah, let's go back to that man. So you have Sammy. It cuts back and forth between Michael having his like crazy urges and then sammy acting like a total fucking (laughs) weirdo i don't know i mean he's in his element he's totally rocking it in the bathtub singing uh you know
0: keep on rocking in the bathtub
1: (laughs) 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 yeah it's pretty cool so he's doing his hair up he's got the bubbles the suds going on nanook's watching guard like a good dog should and so Michael comes in. He, yeah. yeah, he he goes underwater, right? And it's like at the perfect moment. So he goes underwater. Then Michael comes in. And then Nook just fucking flies at him, right? And then Sammy comes up out of the bathtub, you know, soap in his eyes. He's like, the fuck was that? Goes downstairs in a sweet-ass fucking robe. Robe, yeah. Right? And you're like, huh. Kind of right? like a
0: Ferris Bueller's robe at the uh, post credit scene, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he goes downstairs. You see Mikey... Holding his hand and that is a sweet Fucking gash yeah dude yeah So
0: what, what did you do it. to my dog You asshole right he's like, your dog bit Me <laughs> and he's like he was trying To protect you And I was like oh that That should have had a little bit more gravitas to it Because that's actually really dark yeah and the kid just Like blares past it yeah Yeah absolutely
1: so uh You know he wraps up his hand and Sam does he
0: use the Rap what Is a reference to your reference to music I was being referential. Oh,
1: God damn you. High five. You fucking dick. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's how you can tell we're best friends when he'll high five me when I make fun of him.
1: <laughs> Good point. Right. So after, after you know, he wraps up his hand and makes it somewhat livable, I guess. Sammy couldn't help but notice, hey, motherfucker, where's your reflection? Right? <laughs> and it's funny because me personally, like, I would have more of a reaction than that. I think it's, uh, I don't know. He he freaks out, but it's not to the point where I I don't know. I imagine him getting a little crazy.
0: I go I call the cops. I call the national guard. But then he he's just like, don't tell mom. He's like, oh okay, but Brian, we breezed past something here. Our fans need to know. Uh-oh. Where's Grandpa?
1: Oh shit, that's totally right. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, is he is he elbow deep? Is oh, he elbow deep in Widow Johnson? The Widow Johnson. Jesus. And it's funny because you know you don't even have to say Johnson after. Just the widow, and I feel like you automatically think it's going to be Widow Johnson. Uh-huh. Just for some reason, the two go together. He's like, oh, shit, I need to fucking put on some some cologne, some aftershave. He's like, I don't got anything. You got anything over there, Sammy? And Sammy gives him some fucking Kleenex, or no, Windex. Yeah, And you're like, it's Kleenex, like a fucking tissue. <laughs> He's like damping himself. With Dabbing. <laughs> yeah, so he spritzes himself some Windex, and you're like, damn, dude, I guess old people really don't give a fuck.
0: So he, yeah, it's very weird. He's just going like he has his taxidermy he's gonna take over and michael's like did you stuff mr johnson for her and right because he's totally being a sea bag right yeah. it's like when when Corey Haim says that's not funny mike i was like yeah that's actually twofold like one it's inappropriate and then two it just isn't a funny joke yeah yeah absolutely and that's coming from a guy who makes a lot of unfunny jokes yeah
1: and you know it's funny his grandpa could totally tell like something's going on with michael he's like well, especially when you get the dick. reveal
0: what he knows at the end, you like, oh, yeah. I got
1: you. Yeah, he kind of knew. He kind of knew. So then the dirt bike him, starts circling. He tells him not to, not to, you know, not to freak out, not to call mom, right? So the dirt, no, um,
0: dirt bikes, start dirt bikes. Because right then he opens it and there's nobody there.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Is this also? I feel like maybe I'm jumping ahead. Is this where he floats up to the to the fucking ceiling? I think that's Same a little night. bit later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: And the, oh, one thing I like that uh, the little kid says is, my own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Shit-sucking vampire. vampire. I was like, I think you have your folklore mistaken, <laughs> <in>, my friend.
1: <laughs> I don't think they suck shit.
0: <laughs> Only the vegan ones do. Oh. So then he calls the Frog Brothers, and they tell him, like, oh, it's simple. Just oh, stab just, him in the just heart. Just fucking kill your brother. Yeah. No problem. That'll be five ninety five for your consultation. <laughs> and the kid's like, no. actually." And then this is where, Michael, you're right. He does float in the ceiling out the window. But I think it's great. It's super fun that he's like out of control of his power. I really like. Yeah. That. Yeah. Absolutely. You got to figure with the fucking X-Men. Right. This is one of the things I hate about the X-Men because their powers are too goddamn convenient. Right. You're just a kid who's never flown before. and You just don't fly into the sun. What right. the fuck is that?
1: Yeah. It totally makes sense. So this is good. So does the mom call Sam or does Sam
0: call the mom? I think she calls and he freaks out. Yeah. Right. And then he's like, oh, no, everything's cool. And then. Well, no, he freaks out when he sees Michael and then she comes flying home and then he lies on Michael's behalf. But he's so he's calling. So
1: he's calling his mom and then Michael is outside. (sighs) Right. And then so is he in the middle of talking to his mom when he called her or she called him I don't know if it's a checkup. I forget
0: I think she's checking on it I think it's
1: a checking checking in and he's like everything's fine you know and then he says something like oh yeah everything's fine he sees Michael floating outside of his window right and he has the telephone that's the only thing is kind of keeping him tethered which I thought was really cool yeah (laughs) and then that's when Sammy's like he's gonna fucking kill me (laughs) And then Michael is just like, hey, mom, don't worry about it. Yeah. He's clearly fucking lost his mind. He he read too much comics.
0: So when the mom gets home, she goes to put the milk that Michael dropped. Mike, Mikey. That's when Michael. you see Laddie. Yep. Yep. You see the missing Laddie picture, which I thought was really cool. And so then the next scene after that is uh, the mom. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, that's weird. So you have Max, who's hearing sounds outside. And then his dog barks. And then he gets and, hit and with the, the bat a bat kite, kite. A bat kite. Which this is like the fake out where you're like, Oh, Max is gonna get it, and then you're like, Oh, spoilers, fuckers. Max doesn't get it from the vampires.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. So uh what happens next?
0: Michael goes back to the hotel, he finds the bottle, smells the bottle, doesn't drink out of the bottle. Star can't explain it to him or help, but she can bone his face oh, off. Oh, that's right. So How here's can I forget, man. Here. I was really expecting some titties. Here's I'm sorry, problem. breast cysts is... There are two problems I have with this scene. The first one being that they play cry little sister during a sex scene. Not cool. Not <laughs> cool. And then two... Strange combination. Two that during the sex scene, I'm taken back to soaring over California. If you have ever been to California Adventure? Where it's like the camera in the clouds oh, right, soaring right, around. Right. Uh, I could just smell the oranges and shit. I totally
1: remember... <laughs> I totally remember writing in my fucking amazing notes, by the way,
0: that are super amazing that you can win in our contest.
1: (laughs) Is that how sex is supposed to
0: feel like? Dude, I've been doing it wrong. (laughs) Floating in the clouds. I always feel like it's like good sex takes your bones out of your body. It does not float. You're not floating. No, I I feel like I'm like a slug afterwards. I don't
1: ever get that. So
0: there may may be a key
1: ingredient I'm missing.
0: Then the gang flies back and then by then he leaves. And I really like this scene where Michael's on the porch and he goes into the house and his mom's like, aren't we friends anymore? Yeah. Don't friends talk? That is really cool
1: because uh, it it keeps it on a personal level. Yep. Right. Whereas I feel like a lot of movies tend to kind of completely forget about it. Yeah. There's no personal level at all. It's just let's establish that they have the initial relationship and then move on.
0: Well, and also it's like parents always want to be aggressive when the kid's acting out. It's like, well, you're a piece of shit kid. And it's like, this is a person trying to do what they think is best for their kid. Right. After she's already made tremendous sacrifice for this kid.
1: Yeah. And it's it's also believable that it's like, well, I already lost my marriage. I don't want to lose my kids.
0: Yeah. And I mean, she even talks about with her dad that a lengthy legal battle against the former husband, their dad wouldn't have done anybody any good. So she's, right. she's about them from the very beginning and he like begrudges her going on a date and doing her a favor. And then even when he does, he just disappears that night. So yeah. it's all very... Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So he walks in, right? Grandpa makes his uh, fucking uppercase G. He, he makes dog. his wisecrack, right? Looks he's like I wasn't the
0: only man. one who got lucky last yeah, night.
1: Yeah, he's the comedic relief throughout and yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. I think
0: it's the best line in the film.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So mom takes the gift back to max basically for booking it right she feels bad because she left because sam totally freaked out on uh you know calling her because of all the things about mike being basically a fucking shit-sucking vampire so she goes with sam over to where max lives and she decides she's not gonna leave it on the on the outside patio she's gonna deliver it personally up to
0: his door and this Did dude's see, such a fucking G. He apparently has a moat because there's like a bridge yeah, to his house. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. It Hell yeah. It seems
1: like he like lives on a boat or some shit. I don't know. Like that's my dock to get to my house.
0: The video game rental was strong. <laughs> or video <laughs> rental me, game. Honest, what the fuck?
1: To be honest with you, back then,
0: it, it was probably was. Like we've talked about, there was no phone so you could check IMDB and Rotten yeah. Tomatoes. You just picked it based on the cover art.
1: Absolutely. So uh, you get Thorn. And you know, Lucy Thorn is her, the
0: dog by the way. Right, right. Sorry.
1: It's Thorn okay. is the dog opposite of my dog basically. It's a white German shepherd. Yep. And I have an all black German
0: shepherd. And it's weird that Thorn is the hound of hell which uh, coincidentally always uh, are black. Well, the thing is that uh, Sam is reading a comic book as he opens to the page where it's the hounds of hell, then Thorn tries to attack his mom, but Nanook just attacked Michael Mike, Mikey, Mike right. Anderson. Yeah, that's true. See, what is this? continuity's all yeah, fucked. Man.
1: Continuity is
0: a little strange. All fucked.
1: That's, if there's one thing that you can kind of somewhat get a pissed off about with this movie, it's maybe a little bit of continuity, but it's not enough to really I don't care. get angry about. I just
0: like to say shit. Yeah, I believe that. Doesn't bother me at all. <laughs> so well, it's also a way of faking out with Max because you're like, oh, well, if dogs don't like vampires, why would Max have right? one? It's true. But uh-huh. then again... I feel like the rules don't really apply to Max.
1: He's like the fucking Papa Vampire.
0: But only because he gets invited.
1: We'll get to that. Mm. We'll get to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Thorne, you know, Lucy had already met him. And she's like, oh, it's Thorne. Hey, buddy. Buddy, old pal. You you want a nice little pat on the head? He's like, I want more than that, bitch. I want my pound of flesh. Right. So, you know, he comes fucking lunging at her. I, I, I think it's really cool how they did the
0: scene. Right. And then the second jump is the good one. Yeah. So she she launches herself over the gate and she lands and she like huh. And then the dog keeps going which is what dogs do. Like that's the most believable part of this fucking right. movie. Right. It's
1: not just like the dog's going to chase her to one point and then just like yeah.
0: alright see you later. Alright thanks bye. <laughs> I'll make sure he gets your bullshit gift.
1: <laughs> right. So you know he's, he's almost like literally
0: breaking through
1: the fucking fence. Which I thought was really cool. Because he's going to break
0: on through to the other side. Oh, Doors
1: reference. Shit. So Sam and and, uh, Lucy book it. They're like, fuck this shit, we're out.
0: From there, it goes to... Them going to kill those mother flippers.
1: They go back home, right? So back home, Sam, he goes back to the comic book store, doesn't he? And he kind of discusses with the Frog Brothers, like, who he feels like is the vampire. And they're like, okay, well, I feel like it's established that it's Max.
0: Or no. Am I skipping ahead? I think what happens then, Michael's about to leave. He puts out the candle with his fingers like a boss. And as he's leaving, Max is coming in and says, I'm not coming in until you invite me. And then he invites him in. And this is where the Frog Brother. Yeah, I guess it's kind of so, the same time because yeah, they get so, the Frog Brothers to come back yeah, to have he, dinner. He, they yeah, they
1: established that they think Max is the guy, right? He's yeah. Papa Vampire. So they're because like, of the dog. Exactly, exactly. So then... They, you know, come He comes to the house. Michael is on his way out. Uh, Max comes in, or he wants to come in, and he says, "Hey, I can't come in because you're the man of the
0: house. So please, can I come in?" How do you establish the man of the house? It's Grandpa's house. Yeah, I think Grandpa got overstepped right there. Is it virility? Is that what it is? Able know mess, Ask I Widow
1: Johnson, man. I bet he's still pretty packing a punch.
0: You think he still has to wear rubbers? Fuck no, dude. I don't know. I bet he is a strong hey, swimmer.
1: a case G. I don't wear rubbers. Come but on. So he's just
0: raw dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, uppercase G uh, is gone. Having raw um, dog the widow joker. <laughs> <laughs> you got Max coming to the house for dinner. And Sam's like, oh, hey, by the way, I got my homies. And they're coming for dinner, too. Right. And then he totally makes a wisecrack joke not eat a joke it's just like a wisecrack douchebag kind of thing where he's just like oh no hey you know if you didn't want us to be here for dinner we can go in the kitchen and have some like peanut butter then you say like well you eat a, a jar of peanut butter yeah. or something You're like oh, okay whatever dick
0: and so when they're eating he tricks Mac and he's like oh do you like some parmesan and it's just clove garlic it's clearly fucking garlic and like, he still falls for it but he's like oh it's just I, I like garlic I just don't like pure garlic because he, you know you have the kids sitting there oh yeah And then they turn off the lights and they're like, is he glowing? glowing.
1: Okay, so you know what's funny is this reminds me of Salem's Lot. Reading the book, they talk about glowing. Do you remember that at all? Like the vampire's glowing uh, in Salem's Lot. It's just reminiscent of that for some reason. But yeah, I thought that was a little strange that they mentioned. Wow, he's not glowing. Okay, so they turn on the lights. He they it puts a mirror in his face and it scares him because he's like oh shit there's my reflection that's weird and then
0: which again almost adds to it like oh this poof can't be the, was that was that
1: before or after i mean it doesn't really matter they pour water on his crotch basically that's before that's at, the mirror is after that yeah. yeah so then he's like okay i feel like i know what's going on he's like i'm not here to replace your
0: dad yada yada i just want to be your friend <laughs> you do that so well. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> So my wife uh, watched all of Gilmore Girls and recently. And so he plays like the grandpa on it. So I've got that voice pretty down. So from there, Max basically says like, hey, maybe we'll try it another time. Right.
1: And then it cuts to uh, Michael hanging out with the boys. He's like setters for the boys. (laughs) And they go out and they fucking they meet up at some tree, some random fucking tree that apparently has enough limbs for all of them to hang out. It's like a group fucking metal photo shoot. Yeah. So they're like, all right, well, you ready to see what really fucking happens? Right. And then (laughs) that's where, uh, basically homeboys listen to Aerosmith until they get wrecked. And this is, this is the first part in the movie. I want to say it's at least an hour in at least where you see them destroy people like on screen because everything else is is off screen
0: i love when david bites into the side of the dude's head and like the spray comes out and like they're pulling the dude's brain out of his head like it's pretty fun yeah yeah it's really cool it definitely makes it worth the wait yeah i think so i mean like we talked about i think i would like at least a blood splatter when it comes to security guard but i think that this is fine because when it hits you're like oh because it's the great thing. It's its seeing how the sausage is made. Because now David's like, oh, this is what it takes to be one of you. Yeah. It's not just hanging yeah. off of a bridge. I don't Tough don't know sell. I, hey, hey. I'm out. I'm
1: out, guys. <laughs> it changed my mind. So you see Mikey kind of coming to terms with everything. And he... He almost get. Would you call it like bloodlust? Oh, for sure, right? And he He's hungry. He, he flies off the back of the tree. I feel like it's super weird. Well, he right? throws himself back because yeah. he doesn't want to go forward. I don't know. And then they it come back foolish.
0: to him. And they're like, "That's what it is. You'll never grow old. You'll yeah. never die, but you will have to feed." That's like, I like the way he says that because uh, we get it. We but he puts yeah, but forth the rule. It yeah. establishes it. Yeah, and it really contextualizes it. Like this is what it costs. You yeah. want in, in mortality, It comes with a very dirty conscience.
1: Yeah, definitely. So uh, then it goes back to their house, right? You have Sam there. Michael shows up, talks to him, and he says, you know, like, I'm still your brother. You know, and he's like, all right, well, we'll get through this. We'll figure it out. That's when Star shows up, right? (laughs) She flies in. And
0: he's like, I knew it. You were a vampire, too. Why didn't you tell me? And she's like, I didn't tell you because I was supposed to fuck you to death. That's what David said. the rules are if you fuck someone to death very specifically (laughs) that no other type of murder. If there was a way to die. (laughs) Yeah seriously so she reveals that David had entrapped her to kill Michael, Mikey (laughs) Mikosevich that if she killed him then she's blood in blood out. She's in the gang she's a vampire for eternity but she couldn't do it because she loved him and she craved that masculine dick so as opposed to a feminine dick. (laughs) So he gets a scoop, and
1: he they kind of come to terms with okay, well we need to figure something out and solve this problem. Yeah. So uh, put our minds together. We'll brainstorm. Sammy gets a hold of the Frog Brothers, and they decide they're gonna fucking book it. Uh, You get a nice scene where it's uh, the Grandpa installing some of his fence. Yeah, it's a little foreshadowing. It's a giant stake. It's a giant stake, and you're like, ah, that's good because that's how you kill vampires. And they they steal the car. They're like, "Hey, Grandpa, thanks for the car." And he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> so they get back to the lair, and it's funny because they go straight for Star, and they're like, "Let's kill the bitch." And, <laughs> and David's like, or uh, Michael's like, "No, no, anybody but her, yeah. right?" And they're like, "Okay." And then she's like,
0: "Oh, save Laddie." I'm like, "The last thing on my mind yeah, right now."
1: Exactly. It was this little fucking hellion. So they start searching the place. They go downstairs, eh, downstairs, they go down further into the lair. And uh, I remember them saying, wow, dude, this smells really fucking weird in here. And he's like, yeah, dude, vampires. Butt funk. And then, you know what? Looking back at it, I'm like, I don't think there's a shower at all in that lair. They all probably smell all kinds of stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tangy, I bet. Ew, gross. Yeah. So they end up stabbing Marco. Yeah. Orange, brown, green goop.
1: I like, I like the, the fact that they're not in coffins yeah right sure. i feel like it's super played out oh yeah and it's uh they we even they say the, the they cave is that a coffin. basically the cave is a coffin yeah. i thought that was really cool uh so they're hanging upside down and you know younger brian thinks to himself how the fuck are they hanging upside down and then they actually show the cool creepy fucking clawed feet yeah and you're like oh there you go that makes sense
0: so David wakes up after they stab Marcos and the titty. Did you say like you're dead? Yeah, yeah. And he chases them out, and this is where you get the scene where he reaches out after them, and his hand gets in the sun and it burns, and then he's got the tear, and they escape. What I like is that they're so disoriented by this whole experience. They're talking to one another because he he mentions the fact that he spoke to them, and he claim or uh, Edgar tries to claim that they like use mind control, and it's like no. You're a child coming to terms with the fact you just fucking killed a guy, which yeah, I really yeah. like. The yeah, that's really cool. That's really cool. And they almost drive off of a cliff because they're so distracted. Do you
1: remember the, what Sammy says? He says, Warp speed does not mean, and I forget what he says. Do I you don't know remember. what I'm talking about? No?
0: No, I don't remember that at all. Uh,
1: it's, I don't know. I'll have to look it up, but it's pretty fucking good. It's like, it's one of those uh, death by stereo.
0: I can't die in this balloon suffocating oh yeah (laughs) and this is where we go to pretty much the montage is right after this right
1: right this is where they're like oh shit it's fucking it's about to go down right so they take the holy water they fill up their canteens
0: rock until your feet fall off this is a monster squad they do the best montage ever but keep going
1: okay so they have the fa- the canteens, they're filling up the holy water, you know, everybody at church is looking at it like, this is
0: fucking weird. During a christening, no less, which I yeah, like. which is pretty good.
1: They fill up their squirt guns, which are super cool, like machine gun yeah. Uzis. Uzi, Right. They have a bunch of garlic that they fill up the bathtub with. Is there anything else? It's pretty much it. I think that's it. Yeah. They, they light the fire in the fireplace, which apparently does nothing. Yeah, right.
0: Because <laughs> the first vampire enters through there. Yeah. It's so Dwayne. I, I thought that was kind of fun, but. Anyways. Yeah, so Dwayne enters the house through the chimney when it comes to the final battle, the final confrontation. There's a weird thing where they're running into the house and they barely make it. Oh and yeah, got- cuz well, Nanook, Nanook's outside,
1: right? So Nanook's like leashed to the gate for some reason yeah. and they're like, "Oh, let's go get Nanook." And then Sam goes running out. He can't get Nanook off uh michael goes runs out grabs a nook and it's supposed to be suspenseful and you're like oh my god it's scary they're flying towards them they finally get into the house
0: but it's like they- a glass door with little pieces of wood you know you would like, shatter through that. and then as you're sitting there thinking they just shatter through the door homeboy shatters through the stone chimney and i was like that's fun
1: yeah but here's the thing though we already established that it's all about having uh invitation where the fuck are their invitations
0: well, by ha- the, I don't think that their invitation is mandatory. The way that Max refers to it later is, oh, I got around all this shit because you invited me. It wasn't that I couldn't come in. It's that I didn't have the aesthetic. I had my reflection. I didn't have a sensitivity to garlic. And that's where it comes from. Huh. Okay. Because they don't really set up a hierarchy where Max is inertly superior to them. They I say, just
1: oh. I just feel like they shouldn't be as strong as they are if they're in the house without being invited.
0: Well, they aren't uninvited. Huh. Okay. I can see where you're coming from. So don't ask for permission. Ask for forgiveness. That kind of thing.
1: <laughs> right. Dwayne answers through the chimney, which clearly establishes that the flames in the fireplace don't do fucking diddly. The Frog Brothers run upstairs into the bathroom, and then that's when the guy comes out from behind the door, right? Yep. And you're like, how the fuck did he get behind, behind the door in the bathroom? Weirdo. Strange. He's like, I was hoping he'd go pee. <laughs> I don't know. Weird. Uh, so he's just like looks down at the garlic in the water. He's like, that shit don't fucking work, motherfucker. And they're like, too bad it's holy water, bitch. And they slap it in his face. Right.
0: And he's like, ow, oh, that burns. And he's like, I'm glad that's over. And then the dog just the tackles dude, him in there. Is
1: it funny that it literally shows a fake dog body flying at yeah. the guy's face? You're like that. No, that's that's pretty sure that's a not stuffed a stuffed animal. Yeah. But, you know. To be fair, I'm all about like, you know, let's do things right. and Not have this dog fucking jump out of nowhere and attack this dude. So, so he starts guy to melt. Gets, Guy gets thrown into fucking... Oh, what a world, what a world. Swirls down into the fucking, to the drain. And then that's when all crazy shit happens. It totally reminds me of...
0: Uh, well, he gets the last scare first. But he pops back out and then, it, yeah.
1: Right, right, right. Totally reminds me of... Uh, it. I was going with the elevator in the shining, okay, right, with the blood yeah, I was I was doing it the the bathroom scene, man. oh yeah, that too blood. absolutely, so yeah basically blood everywhere, so uh yeah that's that's pretty fun, um from there, uh, you have dwayne, right, who's fighting Sam, and he uh you know comes at him, grabs him, they fly up in the air. Then that's when Sam takes the squirt gun, squirts him in the face, drops him to the ground. Then he starts walking towards Sam. Uh, Sammy has his fucking bow and arrow, which for some reason they have a bow and arrow. I'm not exactly sure where. Maybe grandpa uses it for his taxidermy. I don't know. But Sammy shoots him. He (laughs) one of the better lines, I feel like, is when he fucking he shoots him with the arrow, doesn't kill him. Dwayne uh, gets up and he says, missed me sucker right totally like that like he's a fucking thug yep. right and uh
0: then what happens uh it, he so he shoots him he through shoots the second it. he says i only need one shoots him through a second time hits him through the chest he goes backwards into the stereo and it's supposed to be that the arrow is conducting the electricity he electrifies and explodes. it's like his like
1: his voice is super high like i remember when he gets fried and he's just yeah, another one of the better quotes,
0: right? Go for it. Death by stereo. Which is where the band gets its name. I can die in this balloon, Absolutely. Should we do Entombed We Collide as the intro for this episode? I can't die in this balloon, Which one? It's, just, it's a killer song where the M. Shadows dude from Avenged Sevenfold's in it. I'll send it to you later, you'll like it. Yeah, let's check it out. That way you don't fall asleep on the drive home. You just put it on repeat. (laughs) Yeah. So then the Frog Brothers are sitting there talking about how they're the meanest and the baddest. Oh,
1: they're like, let's fucking kill Star, right? Don't they like go running up and they're like, ah, let's fucking kill Star. I
0: think they're just still upstairs. And then Laddie comes out. He comes out of the, the, okay, yeah, that's true, that's true. He comes flying out from underneath the mattress. Yeah, and his bloodlust has finally hit its peak and he's just attacking them. And then Star actually helps save them. he's just a little boy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't you touch him? <laughs> uh, so then uh you
1: have Sammy and Michael going up the stairs, and Sammy makes it up. Michael's going up, then all of a sudden out of nowhere you have David who like pops out of nowhere from the roof and just like pushes da- Michael down the stairs. Right. And then, and then he's like doing a-
0: this like attacking from the shadows and kind of flitting back and forth, which is cool. Right. I feel like uh if it were me. I would do I would be doing that the entire time.
1: Oh yeah. I'm like, dude, you have no fucking defense on this shit. I'm just gonna come at you here, come at you there, and just fucking death by a thousand cuts.
0: Yeah, flank them a bunch of times. Yep, absolutely. Real quick, uh, they referred to Laddie as Eddie Munster. So that's your second monster. Oh, reference. There you go. Cool. I like it. Yep. So they're fighting back and forth. Uh David says to Michael, My blood is in your veins. And then Michael says, So is mine. <laughs> and then I like
1: that. I like that. You know what? Um, he pushes David to the antlers, right? Yep. And you're like, oh, shit, that was really close. And then David says, my turn, right?
0: Well, he misses, and then he ends up getting back through it. Let me ask you, did you take that as a reference to Salem's Lot when James Mason kills uh, the dude? With oh, Straker right, right, kills right. right. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's totally true. I didn't even think about it. That's really cool. That's, I have these
0: things that occur in my brain.
1: I remember distinctly in Salem's Lot... I, The way they have the the antlers and everything set up on the wall was really fucking weird, but yeah, yeah, it worked, I guess. I've
0: never hung antlers sticking straight out, but then I've never hung antlers either, so. Yeah,
1: I can't imagine you would.
0: No, (laughs) unless it was, like, made out of carrots or something. (laughs) How vegan can you be? Right. (laughs) So Max and his mom pull up, and then they say that there's still one more. Um, You know, this is where you establish that Max is actually the villain He ends up going up and talking about my boys and he sees David and then, you know, the fact that he's dead. This is where we talk about like he's sitting there kind of in this pristine condition and he's talking about like, well, every boy needs a mother and I was hoping you'd be the mother and then I was hoping, you know, if we converted the boys, then you would come after because you want to take care of the boys. Right, right. He even holds Sam hostage at one point and she's going to do whatever she can to save him.
1: I really like his face change. I think it looks cool.
0: It's good. He has the eyebrows are way weirder. They have like a higher arch. And then I like when I definitely like Michael. Michael has some great little quippy lines. Like, so is mine. I really like that in reference to his blood. But then I really love when he's like, I didn't invite you this time. I was like, really what you're saying is very formal and weird, but it sounds really
1: good the way you say it. Right. Absolutely. So all of a sudden you hear grandpa's fucking stupid horn. Stupid fucking horn. Every time
0: that. Does this count as me singing? Because I'm just kind of humming along. Take another shot, guys. (laughs) And one of the posts goes out of the back of the truck through stabs Max into the chimney, which explodes, which it should. I mean, it's Andy in the film, so I feel like it should go out with a bang. Definitely.
1: Uh, I think it's really cool how (laughs) they're all just covered in soot. Yeah. Right. Everybody just looks like completely fucking destroyed with soot. And uh you just have grandpa just fucking heading over to the fridge.
0: And they're talking after him. They're like, dad, dad. And he <laughs> drinks his root beer. You want to do the last line? It's your, it's no, your birthday. No, go for it. no, it's your birthday. No,
1: no, absolutely. Take it.
0: The one thing about living in Santa Carla, I never stomach all the See damn God. vampires. God damn vampires. Oh, dude, it's so good. Fade to black. People are strange. Yep. That's it. So have you heard about the fan theories where people think that the grandpa is a vampire? And that the From root, like a different clan or something? Yeah, the root beer is not root beer. It's actually blood. But it's kind of ruined by the fact that he's outside working on the fence and that he's playing dead on the porch. But I can huh. see it.
1: I could see that too. Especially yeah. how specific he is with people not touching his root beer. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. And
0: also, like, he's not surprised by any of the stuff that goes on. Like, because he even says, like, Do you guys remember the rule about what happens when you steal the car and you have to fill the gas up? Like nothing really surprises him. He's very particular, but not very upset.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Grandpa's dealt with his fare of vampires.
0: Yep. So So
1: that's the fucking movie, man. I liked it. So? I mean, obviously I liked it. It's my birthday movie.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Pantheon of slashers. What are we doing? There's, for those of you who don't remember, a classic is a good, good movie. A trashic is a good, bad movie. And a tragic is a bad, bad movie. It's Classic. 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 No question. It's not a trashic. It there's it 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 succeeds in everywhere it's trying. It it doesn't fall on its face. It's not one of those like kind of awkward who's uh,
1: who's head-on show for classic. Is it Carrie?
0: Currently it's Carrie, yeah. I feel like I would be willing to replace Carrie with this. I know that the reason that Carrie beat an American Werewolf in London was its cultural significance, but I feel like this movie checks the slasher specific boxes. It's got the 80s, it's got the camp, it's got the heavy metal references, it's got you know, comic book I, I references. I think it beats it. I think it beats it for your birthday as a gift. I'll oh, give it to you. Come on, I'll dude. give it to Don't you. Don't say it like that. No, it's true. Now I feel like it's un- unvalidated. No, well, I, I trust me. I argue for a living. If I wasn't agreeable <laughs> to it, I wouldn't do it.
1: You're just saying it because it's my birthday.
0: It is, and it's totally worth it. And hold on, <laughs> I can taste that <laughs> as a nutty afterbirth. Jesus. So, yeah, I, I totally agree that this is a classic movie and it is currently the reigning defending. So currently our classic is The Lost Boys. Trashic is Blood Diner. And tragic is Ice Cream Man. And Brian is chugging.
1: With uh, the, the, the slash action hero being our only one. The running man. <laughs> the so running here's man. the
0: thing. I'm glad we talked about this. I'm glad this came up organically in our conversation. I was going to do monster squad for my birthday episode. Okay. It's my favorite movie of all time. But then today I took the baby for a walk and you know, you're supposed to give kids 30,000 fucking words a day, which is pretty difficult even with a guy who likes to talk as much as I do because I need some form of feedback and she doesn't talk. And so I told, I narrated the entire movie of Conan the barbarian and then Conan the destroyer, which if you know, jake's history with conan is it's a deep <laughs> obsession where i once put together an event called the barbarian winter formal where everybody who i knew got into formal wear and we went out to a midnight screening very chic very fabulous uh, so I, I don't know i think at this point i'm tempted to do conan the barbarian and let me ask you do we even need to do slash action hero or can we just call it a horror movie or specifically a slasher movie because he literally slashes with a sword i'd call it a slasher. There we go. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm for it. I like it. So in August, stay tuned. Hold on to your butts because <laughs> Conan the Barbarian is going to run train on your ass. Hold on to your butts and watch them knit. So you got anything else to say? Are we good to kick it off for this week?
1: I think we're good. Did we have any fan questions and or comments? or? Uh...
0: I left this one out because, you know. We're doing your birthday stuff. Oh, appreciate it, man. Try it too. I wanted to make sure we were focusing where it's supposed Plus, to be. Plus,
1: I think uh they're probably sick of hearing us by now. Like, what are we at? Almost two hours.
0: Almost. Jesus. People are gonna be like, the movie shorter than that. <laughs> yeah, man. I think it's a good uh good good way to end it. So uh hit that last action line, my there friend. There you go. Uh so uh
1: if you ain't watching I'm dying, you ain't really trying.
0: And for Brian, I am Jake, reminding you to go out there and do something you love. And remember that all work and no power play makes Jack a dull boy. I can die in this balloon, <laughs>